And we're back! What's goody? It's been like a month. Man, it has. This might as well be season two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it Let's is. Let's do it. it. It's season two. Season it's, it's, two. It's, it's, you know what? Well. A month break warrants a new season? Yeah, you know, season two. Welcome to season two. This is season two of the Penny Bloom Podcast. How are you doing? This is season two. Season two. Welcome to season two. Season two. Season two. It's going to be full of adventures. It's going to be full of adventures tomorrow. Season two. Season two. Goddamn. You know what's going to be full of You know what's going to be full of fun. What, what, you know what's going to be great. What are we going to be doing? It's going to be great. What are we going to do? We're going to be talking about a whole lot of shit. Shit. Because that's shit. what we do. Like what? We like talk what? about a whole lot of shit, you know? Fu- season fu- two. Season two. And we'll do it again for a million seasons. It's going to be forever. Colton and Tavares. Penny Penny Blue Podcast. Forever, forever. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Season two. Season two. Welcome <laughs> to season two. How are you doing? This is season two. That was so weird. <laughs> if you're still with us after that monstrosity, uh, you know, today we're going to be talking about this year, 2019. Been a year. It has been a year, and we're going to talk about music specifically. We're going to save another episode for the for the movies and television, but today... We are going to talk about the top five hip-hop albums of the year, in our opinion. We are going to talk about our top five favorite albums of any other genre. And then we're going to talk about what three songs defined our 2019. All of these have honorable mentions. We will be talking extensively about this year's music. It was, it was an interesting year, but it was still like a year that I think built on... And really helped me figure out what it what, what it, it is was. I like. Yeah, what it is that I really like. And what and that's the thing. I like everything, bro. Exactly. I, there's nothing that you exactly. can play me and I'll go ugh. Like that's just yeah. not good. Like, <laughs> and there is stuff, and it's it's hard to find. It's hard. I, it's really because I'm pretty open minded at this point. Yeah, yeah. I try to be. I try to. I try to be too because like you know somebody likes it. So like, exactly, somebody made it. Somebody somebody made, made that shit. And like that's that's art now. That's art. Yeah. Like that's dope. They like that. Ca- they came up with that shit in their heads. In their heads, they just fucking and came up with it. And then they did it. That's just like wild. that. I feel like that. Sh- that goes like understated all the time. Oh yeah. Like the fact that humans create music is fucking beautiful to begin uh-huh. with. Oh no, it is. And like, m- music is like one of the most pure forms of expression because that shit's just. Like, it's universal. It's universal, and like you can take sounds and have that resonate with someone, even if. They like have no idea where that sound came from for you, like, and and that's why music and internationally people listen to music from all sorts of languages because oh, yeah. that shit it, it doesn't matter. This oh, shit yeah. sounds beautiful. It just sounds good. That's all. That's all it is. What does it sound? What does it make you feel? It like? is sonically gorgeous. That shit like it, that. That shit is sonically like part of the brain seductive. in such an interesting way. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Welcome to Season 2 of the Penny Bloom Podcast. You have now entered the Penny Bloom Podcast. Hosted by none other than Colton Robinson and Tavares Pennington. I hope you are prepared for a show. Unlike any that you've ever seen before. here to discuss the hip-hop album of the year the five of them there's five of them they're great just five five great albums lots of other great albums to be honest 
wasn't as strong a year as we've had in the past, I don't think. Honestly, no. Like, and I didn't really think about that until this point when we kind of came up with these albums for this episode. But when I think about it, I feel like my taste in music, re- like, it had progressively been moving away from purely rap. Because yeah. that's definitely where I started. Yeah, because when I look back at this year and I look at, like, the hole that mm-hmm. there is in hip-hop, because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of mm-hmm. great albums that came out in hip-hop. Yeah. I filled that hole with a lot of other exactly. music that was right. on the other side of this list here in a second. Exactly, yeah. Because it's like, I feel like I definitely listened to more just, like, random shit this year yeah, than Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I listened to more pop this past year than I fucking ever have, I yeah. think. And yeah, Like, I... I don't really say that proudly, but, like, it happened, though. It happened. Like I was, it happened. That's all that matters. Yeah. And, I mean, like, there was a whole lot of other shit, too. Yeah, that I'm was. just I've never really opened myself up to. Mm-hmm. No, and, I mean, like, I think that's good because it's really helping me form my taste and figure out what exactly it is I like about each genre. Yeah, for sure. But let's talk about these five hip-hop albums. Okay. Let's get into it. So I guess before we do the top five, we'll do honorable mentions. Right? Honorable mentions, because we're not just going to talk about five. Yeah, no. That's not what we do here. But this maybe helps you give a get, get a, a feel for what we were working with coming up with our top five. Not that these are bad albums per se, but they just weren't. Not like, at all. There weren't any ones where you're just like, yo, like, this, this has is to going be top to five. be something that sticks in the canon. And like we, we think that the top five that we picked probably have a good chance of that. But First one? What you got? For real, for real. For real, for real by YG. Yeah, no, that was shooting that. That's a good album. It has some hits on there. It does. It does for sure. And I mean, like, I have fond memories with that album. I uh-huh. remember the first time we listened to it, we were just driving around, yeah. just like vibing and shit. Uh-huh. That was fun as fuck. Yeah, no, I, Hard Bottoms, White Socks, the first song oh, in there. Oh, dude, that shit I was I play so that good. song for people who don't even listen to rap. And it's it, it's so, like, it's such a, it's almost acapella. Like, it's just a real slow type beat. And it's just like he like is like real methodical with his bars. They're slow, doesn't sure. really go fast. And it's like I played it for people who don't even listen to rap or hip hop, and they'll mm-hmm. be like, "I kind of fuck with this. Like this has got a he's he's doing something for here. sure." And I remember the first time we listened to Keisha had a baby. Ooh yeah. Yo, and he just told that fucking story. Like mm-hmm. that's a good that's song a good through song, and through. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm looking at this and like it's it's a great album. And then I, mean, uh, like, uh, I was they, on, they I was had, on the block. I was on the block. I was on the block when Obi sat flip. That was so hard. <laughs> the beat, I still, sometimes I just like, that's one of the songs I like to listen to because there's like a little two minute drive after. Mm-hmm. Like maybe five minutes. I try to stretch it to five minutes, honestly, because I like getting a couple songs in. in yeah, the car. exactly. But like when I drive up to like uh, campus for classes, I like always listen to this song because it's just like, yeah. I just like to listen to some hard hitting shit to just wake me up. I'm I just get like, you. Yeah. And they had the hits like Go Loco. Oh shit, Bobby, go, go loco. loco. I kind of that that song. I didn't. It didn't get overplayed for me per se, just because I just didn't listen to it as much like, exactly. on my own. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people definitely started to overplay "Go Loco" for sure. And uh, stop snitching. Stop. Snitching. I remember listening to that and being like, <laughs> like yeah. this was also one of oh, the funnier albums. In the, in uh, in the dark. In the dark. Yes. In the dark. <laughs> that is an, that's another one of those ones where I've played for people who don't really listen to hip hop and they'll the be dark. like Yeah, that shit's hey. hard. <laughs> yeah, that shit goes. But uh what what else we got on this list? What else is honorable mention? Um We got Zoo. Ooh. Denzel one, Curry. One uh Genius's lyricist of the year off this album. He did. 
And I mean, I honestly, I respect it. I've just gotten back in. Well, he, I saw the speedboat video first of all, Ooh. a couple weeks ago, and that shit. Speedboat. That shit is a short fucking film. <laughs> no cap, a four minute short film. Like that shit is ridiculous. It's hard. And it, it just like showed me. It just like reintroduced me to how like what Denzel does with his music is so pure and so real and just like so like. And, like, he said from the jump that Zoo was going to be... It's about his hometown. It's called Mm -hmm. Zoo. Like, that's the whole theme. It's a cage. It's, like, it's Carol City that he's talking about. And you can hear it throughout the album. Like, very explicit references. And I'm just, like, this shit is, like... It goes crazy. It just goes crazy. He's got Carol Mart, Zoo, the song, uh, Birds with Rick Ross. Oh, dude, Um, that's so good. Shit, what's... uh, Rick Ross is good. Ricky, like, it... Those, those are all that's hits. a good those are all great songs man <laughs> that man really came to play this year he yeah. really did no i definitely denzel curry I, I, he's he's done a good job at being like yo like for sure i'm i'm here like and we discussed we discussed this but like yeah starting the, the, 2020 we're gonna like do some like prediction type shit like what we uh, think is yeah. about to happen yeah. in rap like who's gonna take over and shit definitely gonna be on denzel the curry gonna have to be in that convo for sure yeah all right, so then next we had Still Summer in the Projects, the O3 Greedo project. Oh, shit. Yeah, he had some, like, O3 Greedo was really weird for me because he uses a lot of auto-tune, right? Yeah, for and sure. I was kind of like, mm, I don't know if I like this. Because he does this weird, like, singing rap, kind of gangster rap thing, and I was like, you gotta, <laughs> only a few people have been able to pull this off, T-Pain being the best level. Oh, for sure. He does it though. You know who's making a run at it right now? Who? Brent Fayez. Yo, for real, for real. I'm not, but he's like the R and B side. He's the R and B side. He's like right? he. Yeah. He reminds me of like a, just a more modern version of Trey Songz, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Like who's really like, he can spit like. He can. Honestly, no, I wouldn't even say that. He's in a category with Black. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. He's comparison. in a category with Black, um, Gold Link when he's not acting up. Fucking gold link, man. Yeah. I, I don't even want to talk about him. I don't even want to talk about him either. I'm just like, I don't... I like, I was I was like, cool with him. I was. He was... He's, he's not bad. But he's not that good. Like, he's not, he's not he's good not enough. as good he's as not, he thinks he is. He's not good Yo, enough to say that. I watched that video of him just being on stage, being like... I saw Meek Mill, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I saw uh, Tyler, and I was like... Huh? And I'm just like, yo, get the fuck, fuck off. Fuck like, you. what fuck the you, hell? Like, 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 you had crew. Yeah. Let's talk about, like, that's a good song. It's a good song. Good shit. It's a good song. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Project-wise, you haven't done anything. And then, and then he had the audacity you. to post about Mac Miller. Oh, shit. That was, I was like, bruh. I was like, what the fuck? fuck are you talking about <laughs> like this is like you just i can't remember who it was but somebody was like so you just woke up and decided to do this shit <laughs> like, yeah exactly i can't remember who said that either yeah. but he said so you just woke up and decided to do this shit yeah like, I was like he was like, like he was like you know what today i'm gonna post about how mac miller kind of needed me <laughs> like <laughs> what are you doing and i'm just reading that and I, I was reading i was like why is this the most passive aggressive thing to a person who's been dead for like there was no point to it zero what? point besides trying to hype himself up yeah I, what the hell and i was I, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if it started in a sincere place yeah like it started with like i'm gonna show mac a lot of love and then he was like he got to a point where he got into it and was like 
wait, I'm showing him a lot of love. I better remind people that I'm as good, I'm as good, if not better, in my opinion. <laughs> like, that's, no. No. You don't like, do that. What do you, like, just chill on, like, that's just not the time. Or the, and that's what people have been trying to tell people, even about X. Like, sometimes it's just not the time or the place. Like, why are you making these comments? Like, what purpose, what end does this serve? And it's like, well, it doesn't serve any but your own. And that's just fucked up because, like. Exactly. What the hell? Yeah, it's kind of fuck Gold Link right now. Kind of fuck Gold Link. He right does now. have good music though. He does have some good music, and yeah. I appreciate it. But you're not Tyler, bro. Yeah, I know you're not Tyler. You're definitely not Mac. Anyways, back to Still Summer and the Projects. Great album. Oh, three great um, album. Kill that shit. <laughs> Next uh, honorable mention: Mirrorland. Mirrorland, bro. Honestly, I thought this might crack the top five. It could. You know, I, I was rethinking about it. There's some songs on that there shit. There is. There's some. Bang. Like, Oh, bank. Yo, uh, uh, tequila. Tequila. Uh, uh, this side. This side. Uh, Blue moon. Um. Uh. Th- what's the one that was on the Revenge of the Dreamers project? Uh. So, 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 swerve, swerve. Swerve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did them. I was. I was like. I saw. I saw. I saw. I saw. Swivel. 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 Uh, swerve. <laughs> swivel. That's just fire though. Like. Uh, yeah. Tripping with Kelani. Oh shit. With Kelani. Yeah. Yeah. What was the first song in that album? The uh, uh, La La Challenge. That was a good too. And Up, that was a single they dropped. Uh, Top Down. Top Down's good. Damn. This whole album, Proud of You, bro. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Did that, was that a 2019 you, song or was that 2018? Uh, no, they dropped it quite a bit in advance of the album, I know. I feel like that was a 2018 song. So it might have been 2018, but honestly, this year is been Oh, so yeah, long. because they, uh, they made that when they were on tour with Thug and Cole. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was 2018. Okay. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> proud of you. Okay, next one. We're gonna just group these because one of them's an EP. But Feet of Clay and Let the Sun Talk from Mavi. Let the Sun Talk and then and Feet, Feet of Clay, Clay from Earl, Earl Sweatshirt. Now, Mavi pretty clearly takes influence from Earl, and I think he's oh, obviously. very like like obvious about that. But he does it almost better than Earl, honestly. And the thing is, I think what he's doing is like, it's definitely influenced by Earl, but it's not quite as experimental as Earl goes. And so, goes with Kenton, if you all remember him, he he said something about the difference between them. I was was like, damn, that's that's actually like exactly it. He was like, Earl is, er, Mavi is Earl with less depression. That's, That's pretty accurate yeah. and a deg- er, and uh who's a who's a, a double major in uh fucking psychology and biology at howard university like he's someone who is like just a little bit more uh conceptually tied to academic ideas uh as well as just like this like very uh modern like style of rap where it's all about bars and like hi- and like having energy in your music and shit um but then earl on the other side of that is a um like takes that same similar sound but he does some very ex- more experimental warp depressed shit but it's yeah. still good it, it, it's absolutely still good and i mean a lot of people didn't like feet of clay like yeah. that I, I love i love dragonfly jones on twitter mm-hmm. larry Beyonce as yeah. he used to be called but uh he fucking shits on <laughs> earl sweatshirt because of feet of clay yeah, I know. I don't know why. He like, said he was like he said the worst possible decade challenge was Earl Sweatshirt from beginning to the end of the decade, and I get that. Don't don't get me wrong. I understand how Feet of Clay yeah. is completely different than what he was doing. Uh huh. It is. But it was where he was headed. Exactly. 
And it was like people gotta understand like these artists aren't just gonna keep making the the same like sort of music. Like over time, they're going to be forced to kind of evolve that sound, if not for their own personal musical and artistic interest, but uh, for for those of um, even their own listeners. Because if they keep making like Take the Baby, for instance, people are starting to be like. Come on, man. <laughs> like, yo, it's been a year. Yo, it, it sound, it sounds like you're making... They're good. Sounds like you're making the same song, though. But, like, you know... And then, like, when you do change up too much, take... Who, who's someone who changed radically um, between albums? I don't know. Uh, uh, Kid Cudi was speeding bullet to heaven. Kid Cudi, yeah. People were just like, yo, this Wait is a second, bad. what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. And, like... For him, that was just the part of his journey, and now look at where he is, and he's making music yeah. that people do enjoy again. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, we've talked about this before, how, like, I can recognize the merit in it now more so than I could then. Yeah. But I still am not going to go back and listen to it. <laughs> There's no point. It, it, was, it was... He has better music A now. very specific, you know, time for him, and I'm glad he's... I'm glad he's through it because yeah. that was a I'm rough time, and he was having a rough time too. He's talked about that, <laughs> he, and I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad as a, as a rough time. I'm glad he's reborn. Yes, yes. I'm so I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward. Um, next, Sarface meets Ghostface. Forward. 2018. That's got to be like song of the year for me. Oh yeah. Reborn. Uh, fuck yeah. Okay, what? <laughs> Uh, Sarface meets Ghostface. Sarface meets Ghostface was dope, and it's an extremely underrated album. I wouldn't expect anybody to have heard about it, but it's so it's such a fun concept because it's exactly what Ghostface Killa, Inspector Deck, and a bunch of dudes from Wu Tang Clan have been doing for years, where they theme their shit to be like comic books. Uh, and I love no, it. it's because they take so much influ- influence from like that short that sort of like nerdy shit, and it's like people almost hate on them for it, and I'm like. One of the dudes in Let Zarface. Let him enjoy the shit. Like, yeah. So Zarface is Inspector Deck and a couple other dudes. I can't remember who they are, but they weren't in Wu Tang. And then Ghostface Killa is also on this album. So basically, there's this one line on one of the songs where one of the dudes in Zarface goes, uh, "I guess y'all never really know just what the fucking MC do, because when I snap, y'all turn to dust like half the MCU." And Ooh. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" What? Hold, run that back. That rewound shit. it for that line, and that he says, "He ridiculous. said, oh my god." He said, "I guess y'all do not know just what the fucking MC do, because when I snap, y'all turn to dust like half the MCU." I, for me, that that rivals no. that rivals capital S O yes O fresh and double O P D O double G Y D O double G U C. That ah. Ah, bruh, fucking music, hip hop, love that shit. It's Dude. just always gonna hold a special place. Like, and like, it's it seems like you just hear it and it seems so simple, but it's like, no, no, no. Think about that though. Like, like that had to like that. Like I said earlier in that like little one-off thing that we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like someone, or, no, was that actually the intro where I said someone had to think of that shit? I think so. Actually. It was the intro. Yeah. Okay, we did a little soundbite a second ago that it's not in this episode, but. <laughs> That's Yo, like he, that's just insanely creative exactly. and fun, and like there's no reason anyone should have ever thought of those words in that order no. until he fucking did. Until he and did, and that's that's and fucking awesome. It's awesome, and it's just like you got to continue doing that, and that's just like the shit that I want to hear. 
It doesn't rival capital S O Y S O Fresh and double O P D O double G Y D O double G C. But it's good. Yeah, it's good. That shit. That. That's just a. That's probably that's my favorite bar. How long does it take you to think of something like that? Like. Snoop Dogg, man, like he killed that shit. I just ah, damn, you yeah, you just played Frank. This might have actually fucked up my. Your your top three. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay. DHL by Frank Ocean's playing now, but. What Um, is our next next album? Crash Talk. Crash Talk by Schoolboy Q. I actually pretty like, so as a whole, of his albums, this is the one I fuck with the least. But there were some really good. Like I was bumping. Like he had fifty two hundred, um, and then he had oh uh, uh, shit floating. Uh, floating. Yeah, and it was like a. Uh, hold on, it was it was like a. Uh, it was just a more a pop lineup version of songs. Of what, it was more of a pop version of what Schoolboy Q does. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's definitely true. But he had oh num num juice was fire. Num num juice. Uh, it was fifty two hundred black folk and then floating and then dangerous and like that lineup. Ooh, right dangerous! There, I was like, that was nice. Dangerous was the video for dangerous. Oh, was crazy! Ridiculous. Um, and then crash was good and water. Um, little baby. But it was it was very poppy. But it was it, it was a uh, he had some. I think it got his name out there a bit more, which is kind of like what I want from Schoolboy Q. Just because, like, I don't know. He he doesn't really have a taste that generally people are going to be interested in. That's just the way it is. Yeah, and but but what's interesting is that he has had songs in the past that were more pop hits than he had anything on Crash Talk. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like uh, Man of the Year was a pretty big one. Uh, studio. Oh yeah. I'm just sitting in the studio trying that's to get to it. you. Yeah. Baby. No, that's honestly probably one of my songs in the That's decade. an all oh for sure. That's an all timer. Oh. That would take so songs long. Songs of the decade. Yeah. Ooh, dude. No, we, we do have to do it though. We like, do that, we that's have what we're to. gonna do. Like we already talked we're gonna do everything for the Yeah, that's twenty twenty. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Alright. Um Everything's for Sale. By Boogie. By Boogie. That's, that's a good album. Put Boogie on the map for sure. And then he was on Revenge too, and that he he shined. Oh, on that. he sh- yeah, he for real did. I mean, Boogie. Anytime he pops up on a song, it's always good. Oh yeah, no, like, it is. And he had a bunch of good songs in on a. Everything's for sale, like a Soho. Uh, Soho JID, that shit. Oh, that's my, definitely my favorite song. We don't be told ain't no problems. <laughs> <laughs> that's just so good, and I mean uh. Uh, skydive and skydive 2 with black oh shit yep uh time with snow allegra mm-hmm. i think that's how you say her name and then he had one with eminem M. yeah rainy days with eminem and that's yep. actually a pretty good song and yeah. to be honest eminem ruins, ruins it <laughs> honestly eminem tends to do that sometimes and that's him. and here's the thing eminem was great he was when he came into the game, and for the first 10 years, I'll give him 15. Because 99 to 2014, we'll say. Because okay. that's when Marshall Mathers LP2 came out, and that was a good album. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. He did good. But now, that's just not what's here anymore. No, it's, and, it's just... And it's not, it's not like it's bad anymore. Uh-huh. It's, just, it's just nobody... We've, we've heard it you yeah know, like, we've heard it we've gotten 15 years of what you can do exactly. and it's been different like you've and switched it up and it's been great that's just the, the but you've maxed out I think that's how art 
moves and i feel like you got to rec- like tyler has said something one time and i think i've even said this on the podcast before but he was like listen to the artists who are making music while you're alive while you're like exactly exp- while you're witnessing them make it because it's like music is a it's it's another facet of cultural expression and it's always something that is going to uh, reflect the times the times and it's going to reflect it in ways that you can't even that you don't even like fully comprehend right yeah. now because it's, it's about general emotions general feelings general just like ways of using language in a particular time so it's like it's all it's all a reflection of that like I think, specific cultural moment i think and drake's an excellent example exactly of that. and it's like you have to immerse yourself in that because that's the time you're in culture you're experiencing you're helping build and construct so it's like have a have have i don't know interest in that before you continue to bring like and not to say that that's it's bad to take things retroactively and, and give them a modern flavor like exactly yeah, yeah yeah but it's like you gotta evolve that shit no matter what and the thing is like that brings me back to eminem is that like he did evolve yeah and he did good at mm-hmm. evolving for a while for a while but i think i think he's reached his point where it's just about that time <laughs> just about that time and it's not a bad thing. Honestly, just become like a dope ass, like I don't know, just help people make shit. You, he has a musical. He is mind. insanely creative. Like I love this man's mind. Yeah. He has a great mind. He for has it. enough music where he's going. He has solidified it. He solidified his place a long time ago. Exactly. Like, like it doesn't matter how much bad shit Eminem puts out mm-hmm. from here on out. It doesn't change where he is all time. For exactly. Me because he's already reached that peak. Exactly. And if you've reached that peak, you're not coming down. You're not coming down. No. And it's like, somebody's always gonna remember you for being Eminem. You're always gonna be in the documentaries. It's good. Just now, like, take a seat. <laughs> and not not take a seat, but just like you know, like it's just take a step back. Take a step back. Yeah, take a step back. For sure. But I don't. Then that makes me feel shitty because I'm telling an artist to stop creating. Nah, I mean, no, not so I'm saying he starts not, yeah, creating I'm, in a different I'm get, way. I'm getting you. Okay. You know, yeah, music yeah, is now a very collaborative thing. Like, I don't feel like he needs to be like taking guest verses on boogie's album unless it's like a song made for him and i like that's true an example of like i just feel like when i heard him on boogie's album i was kind of like i just sounds like you just want an eminem on your album a good song made for eminem is yeah. chloroseptic yes chloroseptic exactly. was Yo, made I forgot for eminem. all about that song that actually. shit goes that shit chloroseptic. right and he does that better than anyone else that's why he's eminem exactly do that to do that and keep doing that yeah cause that's what we want and like I love a little Eminem here and there uh-huh. it's just where he belongs exactly yeah. and it didn't belong here on everything's for sale no it just it didn't fit Boogie is just a different animal he is and yeah. it's weird and I fucking love it anyways next one Tear, Tears of Joy from Mike if you haven't heard of Mike you probably haven't I mean, his name is just Mike. It's I just wouldn't Mike. expect you to necessarily capital M I K E. It's a, it's yeah. Dude is off the wall though, and definitely had one of the most pure hip hop, like underground sounds from the year, um, because like they they like if you look at where like the music Mike has been making since around 2016 17, he has grown exponentially. And, oh yeah. Yeah, no, he's huge in New York. Like that's where he's from. He's he actually spent he grew up in in England. Oh um, damn. He was born in the United States, moved to England, spent the majority of his childhood here there and then moved back. No um, shit. And so now he, he's making music and shit. And he's still really young, 
but he's definitely one of the like bigger hip hop underground hip hop sounds. Um, well, damn, yeah, I, I checked out this album and it was good. Yeah. I listened to it when it dropped. Mm-hmm. I Tuesday haven't revisited much, but it is good. Um, last one. Wow, that's crazy. I know you have not given this much of a chance yet. I've been meaning to because I fucked with his last album. Yo, Wale, he's he's one for me one of the more underrated MCs, pretty much ever. Yeah, no, for sure. He's 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 basically solidified that position. I mean, and he what's funny is like even his like uh, mentor Rick Ross is up there for me. Like he's he's almost caught up to Rick Ross for me. And I mean, this album was. Wow, that's crazy. Really? <laughs> like, like wow, it was good. Uh, I mean, Sumi was fucking good. Sumi, I'm rooting for everybody who's black. Okay. Oh, that shit was good. I mean, uh, he had a song with Black that was so good. There were a couple more on there that were just great songs, too. Like uh, Love and Loyalty, great song. Cliche okay. with Ari Lennox and Boogie. Oh, That's shit. a song where okay. Boogie really shines. Wale is the uh, is a Boogie type artist. They he look, is. That would the mesh really that, good. Like would make sense making music. Expectations with Black Love, Her Fault with Bryson Tiller. Mm. On Bryson. Show with Jeremiah. Okay. They combine really well. Uh, Love Me Nina and Semi Automatic is another one of my personal favorite songs on it. But yeah, I'd have to say my favorites are Love Me Semi Automatic. Uh, expectations and sue me because those are so good honestly for me probably a top five album but i know we're doing this collaboratively yeah so it's your fault (laughs) i'm just playing all right now let's actually get into the top five number five escape from new york escape from new york beast coast I actually didn't hear about that album for a couple weeks until it, after it came out because you had told me about it. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it was good. Yeah. And we've talked about it a couple times on here about how Beast Coast kind of feels like another... It feels different the Children than, of Wu-Tang. Yeah, it feels different than like what ASAP Mob is doing yeah. and like what Brockhampton's doing with like this big collaborative le- mm-hmm. effort. Because it they all had their individual careers yeah came together to make just this ensemble mm-hmm. fucking album and it is awesome it is so good and it's like really sounds like new like that is new it's, york it's that above ground new york it's, it's yeah. just it's not it's not really an underground sound it's a very like mainstream almost mainstream sound but it's a good new york version of that with all of the best artists from New oh, York who are you making feel music the, right you now. You feel the 50 Cent influence big you time on a few it songs. So much, like you feel the Wu Tang influence. You hear Wu-T- the Wu Tang influence. You always hear the Wu Tang. Like you hear that, especially in Joey. Badass. Anytime Joey's on, it's Joey a Wu Tang. Like, it's a Wu Tang influence. That was that was just what that man Joey grew, grew up, up Wu Tang. Like had to grow up on that. Um, no, that album. And honestly, this kind of causes another honorable mention to come up, which is the. Um, Power's Pleasant album. Um, oh, yeah. That I was, like, I just showed, I don't think, see, you haven't listened to this one, so that's your fault. That is my fault. Um, that That's yours, and mine was, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But the Power's Pleasant album called Life is Beautiful, um, I think Power's Pleasant is, an, is a producer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
Yeah, okay, so he's the uh, producer for Pro Era. Okay, which is, which is Joey's, Joey's label. Group. Yeah, and so it's it's all those... It, it's basically another Beast Coast album, like she Basically, up. yeah. Um, and it, it, it's just... It goes... Yeah, but... Fuck. Number four. Number four. Ghostface Killers. Ghostface Killers. And the only reason I like this more than Czarface meets Ghostface is because it's Ghostface through and through. Yeah, exactly. And Ghostface is fucking amazing. He had, yo, the production on this shit was just ridiculous. Yo, like, like I mean, like, Benny and the Jets. You had, like, a shit. There were some good-ass songs on that album. To and it was just so Ghostface. To see Ghostface still making music like this in 2019 just makes you giddy for hip-hop. Like, th- this is one of the albums where I listen to them, like, this is one of the most pure best hip-hop albums to drop. Oh, absolutely. Like, like this you knew is... immediately. Like, because it's just, like, such a, uh... Me, Denny, and Daryl with Method Man. Oh, shit, yeah. Burner to Burner, Flex. I just want to flex. I just bought a passport, Benny and and the the Jets. Jets. Like, that shit's so good. Yo, he was really killing that. And his his son, Sun God. Oh, yeah. The Chase, Waffles and Ice Cream. Like, this shit, Soursop, like, this shit was a good, good album. Yeah, it was definitely a good album. And it was just, and it sounds like me and you are real fans of that thorough New York sound. Nah, New York rap is just, it's always been the thing. It's just... It's always the shit. Like, it, it is. It's always, like, you think of West Coast, and honestly, I probably listen to more, I definitely listen to more West Coast oh, artists for sure. than East Coast. But it's like, East Coast still... It holds their place. holds that place as being, I don't know, like, almost the origination of why I listen to rap. Like, exactly. And hip-hop in general. It's just like, West Coast kind of took a more, like, a different vibe it took like their own hometown vibe to it mm-hmm. but it's like I started... yeah they took east coast and then made it oakland right <laughs> i just fuck with like the the how east coast producers produce and like just like the sounds that they use it's like less it's less energetic but it's it's deeper it's more dense and it, it just feels more textured and, and i don't know like you just like soulful in general like it just has so much more emotion I feel like I should go back on my previous statement because Oakland is a part of the Bay Area and Bay Area music is far different than West Coast music. That is very true. Bay Area, Bay Area music has, has a very distinct but, so, sound. And that's the thing about West Coast music in general to me is like it feels like it has all it of has it has facets. a distinct sound. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it, like you listen to some Oakland shit you're going to hear some bouncy ass shit. Yeah, like, you, you hear like, like L- LA Compton type shit. Right. That's different. Like you're going to hear like maybe some just like it's still going to be bouncy. Like West yeah. Coast has this general bouncy vibe. For it, sure, for like. sure. But like it almost seems just like too euphoric in a way. It's like like it, it's good to listen to. It makes you feel great, but it doesn't feel as deep as like East Coast shit. Like yeah, East Coast I, feels like darker and yeah, raw, like and it raw, raw, and raw, just like more like raw, like more real, and like yeah, <laughs> raw, raw, <laughs> raw XD. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the shit is rawer. Raw you know what XD. <laughs> What does that shit? What does that shit mean? I never understood what that. I, I don't know. It was like the, I don't know. I don't even want to take a shot at it. But uh, but yeah, like it's just grimier. Like, yeah, it's, it's grimier. Like Jada kiss like that yes. shit right there. Jada for sure. Nah, yeah, Jada for sure. But like, yeah. Jada. Anyways, <coughs> number three. Bandana. Matt Lib and Freddie Gibbs. This shit was hard as fuck, bro. All of these beats were produced on an iPad. 
on an iPad, bro. And in order to prove that to you, Mad Lib played like those random, random weird, little ten second yeah, clips. That, those are just sample beats from like the iPad. Like what's uh, what's just on the iPad when you get it. That's so fucking. Dumb. And it's like, Mad Lib is a legend for that shit. Oh, and this man has been making shit for years yeah. and at a high level because exactly. like MF Doom. Yeah. That shit is so good. These beats are just like he makes a he uses samples in the in like the best way possible. You have massage seats like as soon as massage seats comes on and it, it's such a simple pattern really. It's just like like he takes he takes a sound and just Mad chops villainy. it. Villainy. That's he what he just it's chops called. it. He just chops it in the perfect way and like maybe he'll like flip it a little bit, but it just like it sounds so like organically correct. It just sounds like mm-hmm. something where you're just like, yeah, this is the vibe. Like, this is how you're supposed to make this song. That's crazy. And then Freddie Gibbs gets Freddie on Gibbs. it. And Freddie Gibbs has been good in the past. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. This, for me, was by far his, his best, best album. His best album. 100%. Honestly, I've been getting a little more into Freddie Gibbs since listening to this project. Um, You know the song Robes? Yes. That shit's That's good a good too. song. Freddie Gibbs um, has some good music. And that album, Pinata... Pinata, it's not bad. It it's not bad. Not at all. And I, I think Freddie, and it's just because I like Freddie Gibbs' voice, honestly. Mm-hmm. And he has a like. I, I don't know. I just like like that gangster rap. Oh, for sure. Like thing. like. And what were some of your favorite songs off Bandana? Oh, uh, definitely Crime Pays. Um, there's a fake fake news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake yeah. news. Uh, um, Palm Olive. Palm Olive. Giannis. Giannis. Move a silence like Giannis. That shit's so good. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I think those are honestly it. But there was a period where I was just listening to this one, like right around. This would have been in November because when I went to Atlanta, when I took the trip to Atlanta, I was listening to this album a ton. Half Main, Half Cocaine, like <laughs> Flat Yo, Tummy T too. Flat Tummy T, bro. There is not. There are a few artists who work so well with yeah. Pusha T. Yeah. And Freddie Gibbs is one of them. Yeah. Like, that man perfectly coincides with Pusha T for me. Oh, no, he definitely does. Do they have music together? Uh, he's on Palm Olive. Oh, fuck, you're right. I'm tripping. Yeah, no, that, yeah, I don't, I, I'm just... Because that's know. Killer Mike I thought, and Bush, right? I thought Anderson Pac was on Palm Olive for some Anderson Pac's on Giannis. Yeah, Anderson Pac's on Giannis. Um, Palm Olive, that's, that shit is just, yeah. That, Palm Olive and Giannis, those are the two singles from it, right? That's, that's where... Uh, yeah, and uh, Palm Olive is where Pusha T drops that bar about. Uh, he said, uh, "Barack let me in the house knowing I was a criminal." Oh, yeah, shit, yeah, that shit is hard. Yeah, let me. <laughs> that shit was fire. I'm not gonna lie. Bandana was was just a. It, it was really something I didn't expect, but I remember hearing about it being like Mad Lib and uh, Freddie Gibbs like got a project coming, and I was like, "Huh, you've piqued my interest." And they definitely, they definitely satisfied my interest with this album. Oh, absolutely. Number two. Have you noticed that our first three have been more about the classic type sound of what rap is? Yeah, no, I mean that's what you're looking for in a year of hip hop like this. Honestly, yeah, it's true. Because there wasn't anything that was like introducing anything to hip hop or anything. like. There Not wasn't... really. Like we've had, we've had those in the past, in past years. Like I think, yeah. uh, like a uh, Flower Boy. Yeah. In 2017 exactly. was a different one that like something we'd never heard really. Yeah. I mean, you have those every couple years that it's mm-hmm. just like this is different in a, yeah. in the best way possible. Like some rap songs, for example. Like, some I rap think, songs. Like yes. that was definitely one that would have made our top five. Absolutely. 
But uh, number two. Number two, we got the Lost Boy. The YB Lost and Boy. That shit's good, man. YB and Corday. And that's he's he's like Denzel Curry. Like we were talking a second ago. That man's gonna be the next the next decade. Debut, I think he'll run that debut shit. album for a debut album. He really came in and killed it. Like. One of the best debuted albums, pretty much ever. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much. Like, like there have been some great debut albums. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but I mean, off the top of my head, this is an amazing. R and P broke as fuck. R and P, um, bro. Yeah, yeah, Boom. goddamn. Um, Boom. Boom. What was the? Um, be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young. Said the bus of the heat. And no, all y'all ain't got nothing on me now. <laughs> oh, that's and just it's in pot, yeah. Uh, Put your fucking hands up. Uh, this the fucking anthem. Smiling cause I'm young, rich, black, and I'm handsome. <laughs> Not to mention wealthy. Ass on the healthy. Young millionaire. What the fuck what can you, you tell me? me? Smell me. me. That's Chanel Cologne. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, that's such a good song. And like, let's... Corday just bodying shit. Yeah, no, he he fucking all over the album, and I feel like one of my favorite just songs of the year. Honestly, damn, I didn't even put this on the list either. Nightmares are real though. Nightmares are real again. We'll push a T. Push a T makes everything better. Push That's a, a promise. Yeah, no, he does because I feel like Push a T just has a very distinct flow, and he he's a, more of a West Coast guy, but like. That's funny. I think he's more East Coast. It, where's he from? Virginia. For real? Yeah. I always thought he was West Coast for some reason. No, he's a Virginia guy. Damn, okay. So, yeah, he's I mean, a DMV I guess that makes guy. sense. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Yo, I didn't even... I guess it's just because he talks about cocaine, but, you know, there's cocaine everywhere. There's cocaine... You can find cocaine anywhere. Yeah. Around here, there's, you're going to find some real stepped-on shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it be. Midwest, I mean, can't no. be expecting too much. <laughs> no, 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 you definitely can't. I um, wouldn't know. I don't. I don't do cocaine. Yeah, that's good. It seems, seems like too much. Yeah, it's really not actually. Huh? It's really not actually. You still shouldn't do it. You still sh- you shouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to make it clear I haven't. <laughs> I promise. Sure. My word is my bond. Okay. Okay. I believe. I think. I don't do cocaine, Tavares. Uh-huh. All right. All right. I do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do cocaine. I feel I like I've joked like around so much. I've seen that a BoJack horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't do it, okay? <laughs> I do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Push a T makes everything better. Push a T makes everything better. Add yeah. a little bit of push a T to your T. Add a little bit of push it to your tea. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Add a little push it to your tea. But yeah, Nightmares Are Real. It's a good song. Good song. Good. Definitely a good song. Number, Number one. one. Jinx. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you more. <laughs> Jinx, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the Dreamers 3. They can't see you, Tavares. You no. can't hold up a three to the mic. It's not how that works. Let me be. Bow your head. Yo, what song is this? Pray by the Game, featuring J. Cole. Yo, I thought that was J. Cole that I was hearing. I was like, I have never heard this song, though. And I'm like, I've heard every Yo, J. Cole. Yo, it's from 2012. Whoa. I was just going to ask if this is from the Pray Game's new album. Bow your head. 
pray. Whoa. Bow your head. Oh, shit. 2012, he was... What the fuck? Wait, what What album is this from, then? Uh, it's from Jesus Peace. Same one as... uh. By The Game? Yeah. I, I don't even think I've heard of that album from The Game. Like, that's kind of It's a weird. good album. It's a good album. Did you listen to Born to Rap? Of course. I actually haven't listened to it yet. How was it? I mean, it's it's a game album. It's pretty good. Okay. Oh, he had Kanye on that album, too. That was a good album. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Revenge <Yeah. laughs> of the Dreamers 3. Honestly, for what that was, like, it was perfect for this year and satisfying you for a long time. There was just so many people Oh, I there. could listen to that album for months on It apps. came out, when did it come out? I feel Not like February. kind of. No, not that early. No, that's when originally they said it was going to come out. It came out... Like, late. Kind of like... Summer, June. summer. June? Yeah, June, I think. July, maybe? June or July. Um, Revenge of the Dream... Because I remember they definitely said that it was coming early, and then it didn't come early, like like what always happened. July, July 5th. Um, July 5th, it came out on my mom's birthday. Hmm. Interesting. Neat. Nah, that shit was... Because I, I remember just like Damn So that album dropped the same week And Stranger Things 3 came out Yeah That's an all time entertainment weekend Wait we had to have recorded about that Because we were recording Oh yeah Stranger it was the Things same episode It was the same episode We did Stranger Things 3 Revenge of the Dreamers 3 And yeah. something else Yo, going back Eris to... We did Eris That was the same oh. night Holy shit oh, That was forever ago Yo. And we were recording podcasts about it That's damn. crazy it's been a while. It's been a while. Huh. This is like the ninth month of doing it. Bro, it's been nine months. March? No. May. No, we started in May. June. We started in June. We started in May. May. First episode was May. Game of Thrones. Oh my god. Game of Thrones was this year? Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones? I, I, I didn't even... I haven't thought about Game we of Thrones. We have to talk about a Game of Thrones we for the will TV. For, oh, absolutely. Like, that was pretty much all we were going to be talking about for the TV. <laughs> but, uh... I digress. I digress. Revenge of the Dreamers came out on, an ex- on a spectacular weekend. And it was... One of the greatest collaborative efforts mm-hmm. in rap ever. Yeah. If not the greatest. No. Because 100%. there was how many artists on that? Yo... Combined, even in those that weren't featured, I think it was in the hundreds. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like Who? at least the seventies. Like, yeah, like it was, it was. Yeah, it was up there. There were a ton of people who came through. Like, if it, it wins, if it wins they... rap album of the year, it's the collaborators of that. It would be the most to ever win a Grammy for one award yeah. ever. Damn, and we didn't. We never talked about the Grammys, did we? Uh, what? Uh, do you remember the Grammy nominations for hip hop? Uh, Revenge, Lost Boy. And uh, there was one other uh, that I kind of agreed with. You said there was one that you kind of agreed with? Yeah. But I can't remember. Uh, anyway. Revenge of the Dreamers. Oh, they put Igor in there. Oh, I Am I Was. Yeah, they put I Am I, I Was, was like, in 21. I mean, it was alright. It was a solid album. I mean... It was no... Uh, oh, in championships, which I kind of see. I can get that. Like, I can get that, yeah. I don't think it was top for me, but I get it. There were good songs on it, of course. That was 2018, though. Oh, shit. It goes back to 2018. Damn, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Weird. 
But yeah, Revenge of the Dreamers should win Grammy Rap Album of the Year. Yeah. The Grammys hate J. Cole, though. Yeah. But I can't imagine they would... Grammys? I don't think so. That's wild. It is wild because he's far and away one of the best artists of our time. In terms of like this decade, wouldn't you say he was top three artist? He was number one. Honestly, according, Ken, to, uh, according Kendrick, to my Spotify. Kendrick's number one. Uh, yeah, in, in terms of... We, we've discussed this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. J. Cole is my favorite. Of course. But my too. My Kendrick, too. Is, Kendrick is dope. Um, no, it doesn't look like he's ever won a Grammy. He's been nominated for <coughs> New Artist 2012, Power Trip, Planes. Apparently, apparently it was nominated. Huh. Oh, wow. Uh. It's a good song, but I would have picked a different song. Oh, it was rap performance, that's why. That was a good-ass rap performance. Oh, yeah. Like, just in terms of his vocals on that shit. Uh, there's, uh, he was nominated for Four Hills. He was nominated for Pretty Little Fears, Come Through and Chill, The London. That. Uh, oh, actually, The London this year, Down Bad this year, Middle Child this year, A Lot this year, and Revenge of the... He better win one. Oh, if he doesn't win any, win then you know the Grammys just nominate him to yeah. nominate him. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, that's just kind of ridiculous. But, K.O.D. Uh, didn't get any... Wait. K.O.D. didn't get any Grammy nominations. That's bullshit. That's massive bullshit. Uh, but, Revenge of the Dreamers. Who do you think shined most from Dreamers? J.I.D. J.I.D. 100%. J.I.D. J.I.D. 10,000. Every, every time he hopped on the track, I was like, yo... Listen to this dude. And like, that, that creates our full three. We've talked about yeah. them. Denzel <laughs> yep. Curry, YBN Corday, and J.I.D. will run the next decade. Yeah. no, They will be they Kendrick, will. Drake, J. Cole. Yeah. No, that's for sure. And it's like, they're all mentored by these people, it seems like. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta fuck with that. Anyways, that's for a different episode. Yeah. Um, also, who shined a lot. Boogie shined a lot. Um, Boogie shined a lot, yeah. Uh, what's Earth Gang? Guap Dad four four thousand. Yo, yeah, he came. He yeah. came kind of hard he on kinda, it. He kind of slapped. Uh, he well, kind of slapped. What was your favorite song from Revenge? I mean, I'll talk about my truly favorite song later. But uh, I like Ladies, Ladies, Ladies mm-hmm. with JID and mm-hmm. Ti a lot. Uh crap uh i mean down bad mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with down bad i kind of played out down bad for a bit but now it's kind of good so did i me. and i think uh rembrandt run it back rembrandt run it back my when favorite. vince stables hey 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 yo. Ain't, ain't this that dreamville shit, dreamville shit? <laughs> i had a dream i, I had, had a wild I, I had a bean run, run it back, back. <laughs> and he just comes on for like a, a minute dream. does that run it back Ready to go, ready to flow, ready for whoa, running back. I'm finna bring the summer back. I'm finna bring the hummer back. Brown my gun in the function, busting no coming back. Honey stacks, honey racks, police killed like a hundred blacks. Don't get killed trying to run it back. Don't get killed trying to run it back. And then it's just like, that's it. I was just like, ah. And then sunset comes and it's like, boom, boom, boom. You wanna smoke? I want it too. Roses is red, diamonds is blue. Pockets is green, a permanent hue. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to that on the way here, actually. I'm just like, Pockets is green, permanent hue. Like, uh, come on now. Like, you just you can't hear that. In the, and then Young Nudie. Honestly, Young Nudie did he only good. had like two spots on the on the album, I feel like. And he had a really small spot on Down Bad, but it was, mm-hmm. it was perfect. I love how they did that. Oh, and, um, uh, wait. Yeah, you're right. Um, But then on Sunset, he really, like, 
J. Cole, like, I'm glad that he just got a song with him and J. Cole. Because oh, Young sure. Nudie is fucking good. And he doesn't get enough, like, rep. Like, only people who really listen to hip-hop and, like, like rap know Young Nudie. Mm-hmm. But Young Nudie is one of the better ones to come out, especially out of the SoundCloud. Like, he, I think he was kind of almost with that SoundCloud group, but he was, like... For sure. He was one of the better ones that nobody knows about. What about, uh, what about Smino? Popping up on like sacrifices, oh, bro. Shit. We didn't even talk about sacrifice. Hugging the black, hugging, hugging the, the black, black all day. day. I ain't nowhere to go. go. She gave me a place to stay. stay. She gave me a oh, heart to hold. hold. I still got and this shit to this day. day. I'm crying oh, like these shit. words. The tears they put on my face. Day. Hey, oh, that oh, shit's good. Yo, that's that honestly should have been nominated for performance. Honestly, and then, like PTSD is good. Th- is good. PTSD. Now I'm having oh, a flashback. Shit. Like yeah. that's just like so. <laughs> Omen. Good. Omen is fire. Omen's so. Good. I went back and listened to Omen, some of Omen's mixtapes earlier this year, like way back in like April, and I was like, yo, like Omen kind of he does it. Um, Wells Fargo. Yeah, that shit just is so fun. I listened to it like the first time I listened to it. I'm like, okay, this is not like really artistically good. It's just fun. The reason we thought the song was called Swerve is because the song after Swivel is called Oh Wow Swerve. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Self Love with Ari Lennox and Boz. Self Love is the best love. I mean, 1993. Smino, Buddy. We smoking weed. Yo, there's this group chat I have with some of my friends. J.I.D. Cause Earth Gang. That, that song's crazy. <laughs> this is a group chat that I have with some of my friends, and sometimes they'll be like, hey, like, is anyone smoking tonight? And, like, you know. But, and I'll just be like, we smoking weed! weed. And then I'll just be like, all right, just hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But, yeah. I mean, down bad. Down bad. That's definitely, that, yeah. Album of the year. Album of the year. This has, there's too many contributions on this, and too much hype surrounding it, especially for it not to kind of deserve and get this spot. It's just absolutely a very good album. Very well put together. Absolutely. Especially for all of the con- they they said they were ca- re- uh, recorded over like 100 songs or something. That's crazy. And album. like uh, did you see Ibrahim uh yeah. talking about all yeah. the uh, behind the scenes 2014 yeah, drive stuff the other day? That was crazy. For the 5 year anniversary. And which I- was also our our three year anniversary. Oh shit! <laughs> December 9th, twenty sixteen, <laughs> the day that started it the all. The day. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know, like you know, on note to self when he's like, uh, sample. Well, yeah, he was like, it's two a.m. Like the sample just mm-hmm. cleared. That was the, that's what Eve was talking about when he said the, the yeah. sample cleared at two a.m. And I was like, oh shit, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even put that together. And it was to, when the album was due at ten. Or something he said that more eight or ten that morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh shit! So they were recording the outro at two a.m. the day the album was due. That's wild. He's like, hey, the sample just cleared. Yeah. Like he actually got that news. Yes, while he was in the booth. Like that's bad shit. That's crazy. <laughs> that's like, so cool. That's just such wow, an organic. That's crazy. That was just such an organic album. Like I love. Yo, no, that I wish he made that tour. There's so many like snippets that I wish J Cole made into full songs. You know what we did. Is we did uh, best albums by year. Mm. It was 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. What we didn't do was best albums of the decade. Okay. Where we took from multiple years. 
Mm-hmm. We discussed mm-hmm. from every year. Yeah. But we didn't truly pick out the best. That's fair. That's we fair. could probably we should, do, we that do that, too. That. Yeah, and we can okay. go back to our... Uh, I mean, we, we might not even have those somewhere. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Anyways, Revenge of the Dreamers, number one hip-hop album. For sure. We're here to talk about our five favorite albums. Pure albums, no. Like, these aren't just, like, we... Hip-hop deserves a category of its own. Like, it's... That's just... And mostly because we feel like we're most qualified we're yeah. to talk about. Music. I feel like I can talk about my favorites, though. Oh, yeah, no. And I feel, I feel like this year is a good year to do that, too, because it feels like I've really gotten more into these just, like... Like, these just different genres, like... Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't honestly. Even... Some of them aren't even real, really in any particular genre. Oh no! I mean, we got some great. We got a great top five. We got some amazing honorable mentions. Yeah. So this is gonna be a long one. So we're just. I'm already predicting it, predicting it. So let's just go ahead. Let's 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 start it. I mean, guys, this is gonna be like a two-hour episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get ready. All right. Strap in because we're only halfway there, baby. Not even. <laughs> Not even. Well, we're starting two thirty. Fifty six. What? Well, I mean, if we, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Fuck it. Whatever. Number one honorable mention. What is it? Imagination and the Misfit Kid. Imagination and the Misfit Labyrinth. Kid. Labyrinth. The only reason this isn't top five <laughs> is because we feel like it might be early to judge it. Yeah. It only recently came out, and we've only listened to it a little bit, but it's we exactly, fucking love it. It's exactly what you want from a Labyrinth album, and honestly, I didn't realize this, but he's one of the most popular producers out. Period. Like, oh, period. He that has dude. That dude has writing credits. That dude has production credits Uh everywhere. And he's he's very international. And it's just like he he fills a space that I think is... is, He capitalizes on just like production and the potential of it in such a great way. I mean, Euphoria's soundtrack... Yeah. ...deserves an honorable mention here. And it's not even like a commercial album. Yeah, it's not really... Yeah, exactly. It's just some songs that Labyrinth curated, and it's just fucking beautiful. Like, the way that he goes through such highs and lows with his music that it's, like, always interesting, and it has this very specific, like, feel. And it oh, reminds it's beautiful. Me of just, like, and honestly, like, that just reminds me of this song that's playing right now in Coaster by Khalid. Like, oh. that's another one of those ones where it's just, like, this whole it cre- album is, it like... It paints a picture like, for you that's yeah. just... That's just soothing. And Khalid does that, like, as an artist. And Labyrinth is kind of the same way. With it's that, incredibly like. idyllic. Yeah. It's I, just that's a good word. Idyllic, beautiful. Yeah. It's just Come beautiful. Come back to me. Imagination of Misfit Kid, Oblivion with, C- with Sia, I think, oh, probably has so to be good. my favorite song. Like, I love uh, Miracles. Miracles? Or yeah. Miracle. I can't remember which, what it's called. Okay. There's a, there's a few good songs on that, though. Yeah. No, he uh the the fir- honestly the first two or three I can't remember the name of them but they were all just like uh, imagination right isn't yeah. that one of them yeah yeah trying to remember the was it just imagine oh it might have been just imagine no no it was imagination okay. uh, misbehaving miracle juju oh. woman which is only like mm-hmm. uh fifty seconds but it's fire oh yeah and then uh the producer. That was like the first song that I got to and was like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, this yeah. is this is crazy. Where like, the Wild is... Things Go deserves a mention, too. And Mount Everest. I was so glad he put Mount Everest Something's Gotta Give. Oh, yeah. Oh, but Mount Everest, bro. Mount that, that was a Everest single, and that was also in me. 
That was in Euphoria. It was. Honestly, I'm kind of feeling like going back and watching. We might have it's to. It's wintertime too now, so you know. So you know you're going to be depressed, depressed. <laughs> depressed, depressed. Like a motherfucker. Like, like summertime Euphoria got you depressed, but it was but it was sexy. Winter, you're just sad. You were, you're, you were just a sad pile of shit watching Euphoria. Yeah. I'm excited to be that sad pile of shit. I am. I, I just started The Wire, though, so I'm trying to kind of... Try, it, it, I feel like it's going to take a lot of devotion, though, to finish The Wire. You'd be surprised. I got over with it pretty quick. Really? Yeah. And it was really good. How many episodes are there in the season? About ten. Okay, that's not bad. I but yeah. I've only through season one to go away pretty quick. Anyways. Um... Next honorable mention, Apollo 21. Steve Lacey, bro. This one was almost made it, too. This is this is like for real, for real, because we drove around listening to it, and we were just vibing. That was so much fun. It has one of my favorite first listening experiences oh, yeah. for albums. No, and it's, it felt like you're supposed to listen to that album doing some shit like that, because it was like exactly. really Steve Lacey being Steve Lacey and making some, like, like, I don't even know how to categorize it just like steve lacy music like he has his own sound he really does i love it and that's why like i feel like his work with the internet especially was formative and him getting this sort of like very vibey ass sound to his music it's like, just it's wavy just like and it's it and this album apollo 21 was so reminiscent of like a 70s style yeah that no, was and wonderful. that was it was on purpose. I feel like because even if you look at the album art, it's oh, yeah, 70s that, that, it's has a like 70s the, aesthetic. The, what are those flow? Those flower boot cut things? I can't remember. I what can't remember those fucking weird ass pant legs people used to wear in the seventies. Bell bottoms. Like, bell bottoms. Yeah, that shit. And it's just like you hear it, and he's using like the guitar and like real like seventies esque ways, and it's just <laughs> like the whole vibe from the the eight oh eights that they use are just exactly. reminiscent of that shit. And it's just like. And I'll talk more about this song later, but Hate CD. Hate CD. The transition between, um, uh, honestly, I think it was Hate CD and some, uh, a different song, if I remember correctly. But yeah, Hate CD just reminds me of like a... Hate CD and then In Lust We Trust. Hate CD reminds me of like The Joker by Steve Miller Band. Oh, shit. But like just a modernized mm-hmm. and more funky like vibey mm-hmm. like yeah just that mm-hmm. no i get that yeah steve lacy man he killed that shit and especially for a debut album like it was good it was it imagination was the great. misfit kid was Labyrinth's debut album too was it yeah damn i mean those are so he was damn a, we had some good debut albums in he 2019 was a, exactly which is why With i'm saying there YBN? were some good Cordell? albums like like in general like i feel like just like the music that we were getting from this category that we're talking about now is like really interesting it's what made the year yeah because uh hip-hop wasn't lacking by any it means. goes through off it goes through off years just like it does else. i mean for sure but i would say we didn't get a solo classic mm-hmm. in hip-hop no that's fair i mean revenge of the dreamers i don't even know if i'll it, necessarily look back on that as a classic it was a classic moment not a classic album exactly yeah for sure um, the next album, though, Run Wild, Run Free by Zachary. We've talked about We this talked about here. that album. Extensively. Shit's, shit's just vibe. I had some friends that are going to Utah, and I almost wanted to tell them, like, yo, this has nothing to do with Utah, but this album just reminds me of Utah so much, because I listened to it for, for the first time in Utah, like, in the mountains and shit. Oh, dude, and, the, like, it, it, it would match the mountains perfectly. That shit was... 
Like, that would have vibed so perfectly with my trip to Colorado. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's one of those albums that, it, it, or it's an EP, actually. And it's Zachary's debut project. Not He doesn't even have a debut album out yet, so I guess we'll be looking forward to that, hopefully, in 2020. But, um, probably in 2020. Yeah. Um, we had some other good EPs, too. Zachary, though, just started he's he's gonna be one he's of gonna be artists. good he could he he'll, he should be in our conversation about ybn and uh, yeah. jid and mm-hmm. them yeah for sure definitely um along with brent fires brent fires man he's i mean black black too black. dude we got we have so much great music in the future to come oh i'm, I'm so just excited. like this is gonna be like our decade i feel like it like, is because this is truly our generation yeah exactly like J. Cole and Kendrick are technically the generation above us. Right. We're just kinda like That's just good. But that's we're just like, good. We're but right because here, of that, we're gonna make this. Exactly. And this is the shit that's really because like really I, I've always known that like I'm like the more that I listen to music, the more that my taste has evolved beyond J. Cole. And it it started with J. Cole, but it's it's something else because of J. Cole now. Exactly. Like, and, and and everyone else, J. Cole is just the generality. But um yeah. Next album, Arizona Baby by Kevin Abstract. Definitely worthy of a mention, I mean, because it had one of the songs of the year, Peach. I didn't even think I didn't of that. Even, oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. Peach oh. is definitely there. Yeah, no, I didn't even... Yeah, Peach has to be. Okay, we'll just, we'll just knock off one of our other songs later. We'll talk more about Peach later. But uh, <laughs> Arizona Baby was... A gr- I mean, Mississippi... Oh, was shit. a great yeah. song. No, it was. Um, Go find out that I'm not myself. There was a. In the spine house, my dogs need some Big help. Wheel. <sighs> Big Wheel was fire. My cash machine. Mm. My cash machine. <laughs> Dude, the song went. <laughs> oh, shit, my bad. Um, there was Georgia. There Georgia. Was a baby boy. I got Georgia on my, my mind, mind, and I'm yeah. trying to keep it right. It's Yo. just me, my team, my we, my baby. Oh daddy shit! This was back. actually one of my favorite songs from this album. Come like, mama, this was the one where like I listened to it the first time. I was like, yeah, you know, and then I was like, a couple weeks later, I was like, Georgia is fire. Georgia is so good. Dude. Georgia is really good. Like I, I got Georgia on my mind and they trying to keep my mind. It's just me, my team, my we, my baby daddy's part outside. Call my mama, let her know that everything, everything is alright. Everything you do is alright. Yeah. <laughs> so killed that shit for it real. It really did. I mean, that was such a good song. <laughs> No, Kevin Abstract just continuously makes like he's a he's a pop legend. Like it, oh for sure, like he has just this, he's a cult hero. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, this man has such a he has classics in this niche. Yeah. And that's just perfect for him. I, there's no other way to put it. Like he's just yeah he's his own thing, and yeah. I love that about no, him. No, he definitely is, and like I, I love that he fills that spot, especially in music. For sure. Being who he is and everything. But next album we have Hollywood's Bleeding from Post Malone. I mean, we probably don't need to talk about it much. You, you get it. I mean, it's, it's Post, Post Malone, Malone being Post Malone. I mean, yeah. and the shit's good. The shit's good. It's just, he and, drops and good music. Like. He does. And I, it's it's always shit I'm going to listen to. It's a always lot shit that I'm going to listen to. Because there's a reason it's popular. Like, yeah. it's, it's fucking good. Yeah. And it's just like, he, he takes a certain vibe and he just like. 
makes it his, like he makes it he his. He makes it his. He makes it his. And that, uh, I still think, honestly, um, his first album is my favorite. Stony. Stony. But. Yeah, that was a good album. Beer Bongs and Bentleys and, and Hollywood's Bleeding are definitely good to have in the in the discog. Oh, I think Hollywood's Bleeding is ten times better than uh, Beer Bongs oh, and Bentleys. Oh, yeah, no, me too. I 100% prefer it to Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Because at least it takes it, it's taking a, a sort of tasteful modern stance, and it's it's not like I felt like he was kind of exploiting the music a little bit on Beer Bongs. And yeah, Bentleys. Beer Bongs and Bentleys felt like just a collection, or like not even a collection, just he just threw a bunch of songs together and put them on an album. Right. Hollywood's right. Bleeding felt somewhat cohesive, and it yeah. felt like an album. It felt like know? an album with the direction and a theme, and it felt like an album that generally came from a. Uh, organic, artistic organic artistic place yeah it wasn't something that it was just like oh, these people they like everyone these people these will people, love these songs this beat will get all the bitches lit like yeah I mean he still does that but but yeah but now he's doing it like him yeah right right and that's uh, why Stoney was good Stoney was so good Stoney was just his like he needs to like and that's just God, like feeling shit. Whitney like that was some you remember feeling Whitney shit. Yo, the first time I heard this, I was just like, I got the chills, bro. Straight up, like, you can't not, you can't. And I'll never forget the first time I heard Congratulations. Yo, that shit was, that shit was beautiful. Like, I know that song got played out, like, Mm -hmm. way over the top, way over the Mm -hmm. top, but honestly one of the more beautiful songs to ever get overplayed Yo, like that n- no option was the one that i've no option and go flex go flex and, and also um uh, what was the one that everyone discovered really late um f- i fall apart dude i fall apart that blew my mind literally the next december everyone was like when he like performed it live somewhere it was like oh Holy my shit. god this song and i'm like Yo, that song was on the album. So late. Like, Like, that song came out a year ago. I had literally already played out that song for myself. And then everyone else went ahead and played it out double time. So now I, like, never listened to it. But (laughs) that shit was good. You know what another one was? Was was it Truly Yours, Austin? Um, uh, Austin Post? Yeah, Sincerely Yours, Austin Post? Yeah. Yours Truly, Austin Post? Something like that. Honestly, one of my favorite Post Malone songs. Really? For sure, that suit was definitely very good. I think honestly, that one for me is the, um, um, yours there, truly, Austin there. Post. Yeah, your the one right before that up there. I really fuck. And leave, leave was hard too. I Dude, there was a lot of good while. songs. I have, I need to revisit. I need album. to go listen. Yeah, I was just like, I need to go listen. And it came out around this time too. It came out December second of, of this R&M had so much. <laughs> This had so many vibes for just, like, that time in my life. God, that week was so crazy because it was that album, it was Awaken My Love, and it was For Your Eyes Only. Yo! <laughs> Bro, I don't know if we had a better week since then. And it's we crazy. said that, I remember saying that then, is like, this is one of the best weeks to happen. Period. Oh, for sure. And, what, that mistake me if I'm wrong, Sampha came out. Sampha came out. Sampha came Sampha out on the dropped. same day. Bruh. Yo. What in the hell? Sampha. That, oh. that has to be in our decade discussion. Because Yo. he just dropped that and disappeared. Like, Yo, he, I have so many ideas for that decade discussion. Bruh. We can talk about like the most meaningful moments. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited yes. for that. Yes. No. But, uh, yes, Stoney. 
was an excellent Broken album. whiskey glass, too. We haven't even said I, it. It's just, you gotta say I, it. I, I, <laughs> I, don't even, like, I don't even know where that came from. I Bruh, just did it. Big Lie, Deja Vu, Cold, Deja White Vu. Iverson was on this. Too White Young Iverson, was on this. White Iverson was a fucking anthem in 2015. And then Bro. he threw it on an album in December of 2016. And then totally, like, totally rejuvenated my interest in that song. Because, like, I kind of liked it when it first came out. I, I wasn't like, oh, damn. But then he it came out in context of the album, and I was like, "Bruh, no, nah, this song is it." Like this exactly. is just, at first I was like, "Is it just like kind of one of those just like big songs that everyone listens to?" But then I was like, "No, nah, this no, is this just legitimately good." White good song. When I started balling, I was young. Y'all gonna think about me when I'm gone. That shit was so good. And patient. Feel with Kehlani. Ooh. Dude, that's a classic album. Yo, I'm willing to label I'm that a classic. To, and I feel like we're at the point where we can start saying this. 2016, like that that weekend that week had three classic albums for me. That's just crazy to me, bro. That's just, crazy. It, it, it doesn't feel like it's been that long over time, but like my life is so radically changed. From yeah, and I've listened and I've stuck, and that's what's weird is like that's what connects us to spe- specific yeah. times in our life because I feel like I've listened to this often since. And that's what's gonna fuck us up though, right? It's like we're gonna be playing that, for, playing this for our kids, and they're gonna be like, "Dad, like this, what's this old shit?" And I'm gonna be like, "How you not like feeling this shit? Like, don't you <laughs> how understand? How you not falling apart right with yes, Posty bro, right how now? Do you not understand what it was like when he dropped this Ooh, shit, bro? I fall apart." Uh. I'm gonna just be thinking about like being a sophomore in high school and shit. shit. I'm bro. Be like, Back in the days when we were the entertainment and editorial editors. Hey. Hey. <laughs> that shit was just fucking. That was the life. Honestly. <laughs> I didn't recognize it, but it was. We was vibing. Like, you really just had we, no. We had we had artistic freedom to do. What we, it's kind of what we're doing now, just yeah. in a different setting. Yeah. And I feel like it's just like. Because I don't know, just like life starts to hit you, and you're like, no, I need to do these things. That like I that's why do. I love doing this. Yeah, exactly. That's a fact. But. Yeah, Stony man. Stony, really sent us back. That was a good conversation. Um, I love you. Buddy. Next one, no, chasing I'm not, summer. I'm like getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> chasing summer, sir. Yo. Great album. Like was this that another, that was debut? another debut? Debut album. Holy shit. It was really good. Chasing, he had he had Jill Scott on this. If you got Jill Scott on your album, you are making R and B. Like you are making R and B. That you are making R and B. I mean, he also and got he, he also had a he had Weezy, he had a Weezy. Lil Wayne, he had a I think he had a Smino, did he not? Yeah, La Lisa. La Lisa. La Yo, Lisa. he had La Lisa with Smino, Blue with Jill Scott. He had Mood with Zachariah. Yeah. Um, what was the other one you mentioned? Lucy's Love with Lil Wayne. Lucy's Love with Lil Wayne. What was your favorite song? Oh, Hair Down with Kendrick Lamar. Hair, oh, shit. Hair Down with Kendrick Lamar. Uh, who was, who was, what was your favorite My song? favorite song did not have a feature. Okay. My favorite song was The Recipe because it had a sample of Spodiote Dopalicious by the yeah. Out, by Outkast. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly how Sir, like... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Alright, this is gonna be a, a tangent, but yeah, I just had this smoke session this other night with one of my bros and with one of my he, bros. Yeah. <laughs> <he>, uh, <laughs> it, it was weird. He literally just hit me and he's like, Hey you trying to smoke? And I was like, oh, Yeah. 
Uh, so we just just sitting there listening to this album, and he's telling me that his first time listening to the album, he listened to the collector's edition of Damn, and he didn't realize it wasn't like in the original order songs. Yeah. And so then he discovered Damn, and he was like, Oh shit! Listen to Damn, and it was like, Yo, it's completely different. And like when he released collector's edition, I got it, I got it, I got understood yeah. what he was doing because we. Remember yeah. that weekend? That's the thing. I, it was so hard to detach my mind from Damn and how that was. Yeah. But months after listening to both of those albums, especially the Collector's Edition, the vibe is so different. The story It's completely different. different. It starts from him being here and moving downwards throughout Damn, and then Damn Collector's Edition is him starting at the bottom and learning to move upwards. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, wait a minute. Now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And it's like, wait a minute, bro. <laughs> no, God damn. We were just sitting there vibing to this song and just like the flow of going from Duckworth to God to fear instead Duckworth of fear is... to God to Duckworth is like, whoa. Like, whoa. Like, because, whoa. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. It's just different. It's just different. I love what he did with this album. Like, yo, his next album, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's, but yeah. Anyways. That kind of connected because Sir's TDE. That's how you can connect TDE that. TDE does such a good job of picking the people that they bring on. It's it's perfect. They've made no mistakes. But, I yeah. thought they made a mistake with Sir, and then he dropped this. And I was like, I literally did. wrong. He was the only person on TDE who I was like, I just, I, I didn't really feel his music. For a while, I felt that way about uh, Lance Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. I actually really fucked with Lance Skywalker. The f- Honestly, Lance Skywalker was one of the first people to get me into more experimental type music. No shit. Because I listened to that and I was like, this is weird and off the wall and I love it. I first remember- time I really got into it was uh, after I saw Blindspotting. Oh, really? Why is that? Because of David Diggs' group. The, clipping? Uh, the clip- yeah, mm-hmm. Clipping. Yo, Lance Skywalker is one of the weirdest artists. Dude, just dropped that project. Has no music anywhere else. Nope. And I'm just like, how are you signed to a to TDE? Like, yeah, it's you're crazy. not making music. Isaiah Rashad is this. Uh, the last <clears throat> album he dropped was in 2016. That was August of that year. That's insane. And I still listen to that shit uh, like an outstanding amount. For sure. Like free lunch, Florida Squaw, Park, uh, Rope, What's Wrong. For sure. Dress like yo, that album. Honestly, I'm willing to say that's another decade classic. I, I would be willing. I'm to willing as well. to say that like straight up, Sun's tirade is a decade classic. But chasing summer is an honorable mention. Chasing <laughs> summer, yes. This year, what's next? Ventura. Ventura. I mean, Anderson Pock's gonna do what he's gonna do, and to be honest, I don't know if he'll ever top his debut album for me or Malibu if that wasn't yeah, his debut. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, this was him bouncing back from Oxnard. Honestly, but Oxnard wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. The first time I listened to it, I was like, "It's good." But then this after, after, like, I just wasn't really compelled to go back and listen to anything but a few songs. Like, Six Summers" was really good. Um, the intro song was really good. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I can't remember either. But Ventura was really just a bounce back from that in a much better way, and much. It, it just seemed like he was going for less of a more pop sound oh for sure yeah uh but i don't know yeah i don't really know 
sometimes Sometimes I just don't know I just don't know either It'd just be like that Next up Nine Blink 182 bro Yeah that's all okay. you I, This I still, is me I still never this listen is, to this This is completely me <laughs> It's the white guy here Alright <laughs> It's the white guy in me who fucking loves Blink-182, okay? Mm -hmm. This was their best album in a long time. (laughs) Like, really good. And I kept going back and I kept listening to it. Mm -hmm. And, like, every time a song shuffled and it was from this album, I fucking listened to it. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it, that it just kept happening. And I was always in the mood to listen to these Sometimes albums do that. And, I mean, they had some great songs. I mean, like, Pin the Grenade, and, I mean, like, there were others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the only one I can seem to remember the name of right now. Uh, on some emo shit. That's a fun one. Yeah. I mean, they just... It was a fun album. Blink-182. It was a fun album. Still doing it. 2019. And a shit. It was a fun album. And it's it felt mo- it felt more like uh, all the small things, Blink-182, yeah. for the first time in a long time. And that's really the goal for me. Fair enough. If you can capture the uh, 90... Eight to 2002 romantic comedy soundtrack sound for mm-hmm. me. I love it. <laughs> I like that. You, you know your taste. You know your taste. For sure. <laughs> Next album, Pony by um, Rex Orange Rex County. Rex Orange County. It's a good album. Mm-hmm. I love Rex Orange County. The dude's, dude's yeah, dope. No, he just, I, honestly, he's going to be one of those artists for me, and I figured this out by with this album, is that he just has his sound. He's gonna, he sticks to that sound. For sure. And, like, he, it, it evolves a bit, but, like, he, he has a, he just already fills a category that nobody else really does, so it's, like, everything sounds super original to him. For sure. And it's, like, I, I can just pick any Rex Orange County song, and, like, I have favorites, but, like, honestly, from, um, Loving is easy. Um, yeah. I said, loving is easy. Loving is easy. You Television so far so good. Is, is oh, that shit. the project or a song? That's a that's a that's song. A song. The, yeah. the, the the album's Apricot Princess. Apricot Princess. That album is so, so good. good. Yo. Television so far so good. That shit's so oh good. And yo, like he he just really does it. And like there's even songs on um, Pony where I'm like, this sounds like it could have been like a throwaway from that. Oh, dude, I gotta listen to so far so television so far. Yeah, no, I feel you. I was honestly gonna say that. Oh shit! Hey, (laughs) hey, I'm I'm not not afraid. afraid. I can be myself, and I hope you can be yourself as well. Cause I can make you feel alright. Oh, it's just so good. But uh, his most recent project was also very, very good. Yeah, it was. Uh, like Pluto Project? Pluto Project. Plu- Pluto, Pluto Projector? Projector and Pony. And I Pony. Th- those, those were his singles. Those were his singles, and I think those were probably the best songs on the album. I agree. Um, because they, they sound very unique in their own way, each of them. He had more of a organic, like, I don't know, personal, I guess, perspective. Yeah, it felt, it felt very personal. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah, this should go. Me, Everything by Rex Orange yeah. County reminds me of Joanne Lee. Yeah. That's weird. I don't. Oh, I mean, like we were really good friends when we both mm-hmm. really discovered Rex Orange mm-hmm. County down in the zoo. Okay, okay. And we didn't discover him there, but like we yeah. listened to him a lot. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Joanne if she's listening. <laughs> Rex Orange County reminds me of you. It's kind of yeah. weird, but <laughs> you missed the college life. Uh no. <laughs> I get enough I of it. 
Because yeah. I, I, I was never one for the party life, you yeah, know? Dude. And that's what most of my friends are doing now. Yeah. So I'd just kind of be doing the same thing I'm doing here, there. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, it's it, especially rough, especially at state school, I feel like. It's, yeah, because everyone wants to party at all times. There's just so many people. I can't, so many It's so people. weird just going to a small school, because I, I can't even imagine what it would be like. To... It's a lot of people. It's a lot at all times. Be around all those people all the time. It's crazy. Just two sweet so at one time. A couple of hours can change your life. Oh, what a night. What, what a night. night. What the fuck is a girlfriend? I'm in need of ice. Reggie Dash will go outside so I can get a fucking life. I need some friends and I need some rights. Like, <laughs> so All right, next one. Quick honorable mention in assumed form. James Blake. Dude, James Blake bodied this shit. I mean, he had Travis Scott. He had Metro Boomin. Andre 3000. Andre 3000. That song especially just like definitely my easily All my favorite. other bitches catch me in a daze. <laughs> Uh, all this other shit that can be coming from the days of something, 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 haze. <laughs> it's just the flow. That's all you need to know. The flow. Who it's does so, that? Who does that shit? Like, Andre just, Three like, Stacks is crazy, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, assume for fire, though. Um, When I get home, Solange. Solange. I was just, bro, Ben's. Ben's. Chef's kiss. I went, like, I, I had just heard it so many times on the Hulu commercial that it just became like kind of one of you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, for it sure. It just became kind of one of those songs. And I was like, oh, here we go. But then one day I was like, I think I was high watching Hulu. And I was like, wait, no, wait no, no, wait a, wait a minute. Hold I'm on, just been disregarding that. it because it's in a commercial. But this song is fire. Yo, like, there are some good songs in commercials. Yeah. Like every once in a while, like there was this one for like a car, and this dude like just like sat down. And it was kind of electronic, and like the car formed around him. Yes, I remember. He like did that wavy shit with his arms, and I was like, "Oh, this shit is hard." (laughs) You're like, "How many takes did it take you to like get this perfect?" It was tough. (laughs) And I know that that car wasn't transforming in real time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Had to have just done that. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Solange is dope. (laughs) Solange is fire. Yeah. Uh, she just had. I feel like this project is a continuation of her last one, um, but I love it because it it seems like it developed a lot. Um, her sound. Oh, for sure. And you know, she would collaborate, and she does collaborate really well with uh, Black. Yeah, she does. Um, she has some interesting collaborations on all of her albums. Honestly, you know who also dropped an EP who we didn't put on this list was Kalani. Oh shit! Yeah. Because she really something with Black, too. It was like RPG or something uh-huh. like that. That yeah. shit was hard. That shit, yeah. No, Kalani, um, she honestly, honestly might be one of the ones who blows up next next decade. And she's already a big deal. She People is. love Kalani. Yeah, Kalani is really good. If she drops like an iconic album, I for sure see that. Um, Table of Context, Cautious Clay. Cautious Clay is dope. I don't yeah. need to say much more than that. You Cautious Clay like, is one of the... you got to listen to Cautious Clay. The, like... There is no vibe like Cautious Clay. No. He is a walking vibe. A walking vibe. His voice. The vibe just... surrounds him at all times. Yeah. He is like the Force, if the Force was a person. Yo, we're going to see his new Skywalker movie. Yes, we Rise are. Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker ASAP, bro. Thursday night, 9 o'clock. Be there. <laughs> yes, Blue Springs 8. What? Don't tell them exactly where. Oh, shit. I mean, uh, AMC, Wisconsin. North Carolina, New York. <laughs> Blue Springs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... 
Anyway. Anyways. Um, then it got ready by Alicia Cara. Ready by Alicia Cara. As soon as I heard the first song, I think actually it was called Ready, I was just like, yeah. Dude, yeah. she's a great artist. And this I came out her. the same night as a different project, if I remember correctly. Yes, it did, but I can't remember what it was. It wasn't Ginger, what? No. Mm, I think you're... No. No. Uh, if It'll come to us it'll, if it comes to us. Yeah. Because I'd listen to something else and then I'd listen... Okay, that's going to make me mad. It's going to make me mad, yeah. too, because I'm really thinking <laughs> There was about something it. else I was listening to at that time. Something else had just dropped. Like and I know exactly what you're talking because about. Because I was like, oh, this it. is just in addition to something else that's already like very satisfying and very good. Okay, here. It, it'll be right next to something else in my playlist. <laughs> was it I.I.? I? No. no. Maybe. No. I, it was not. No. It was Hollywood's Bleeding. Hollywood's, was Hollywood's bleeding. bleeding. That's it, yeah. Because it... Uh, uh, yep, that's exactly what it was. That was... Uh, Really, a really good day for pop. It was really for sure. For pop. At least it. Glad we figured that out. That was gonna bother me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we tried. All, we tried I, to move on for a second, and I was like, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I was like, No, I need to resolve this. I need to resolve this. Um, but yeah, Alicia Cara, I'd wife, bro. Like for real, bro. Oh, if you're listening, I know my brother Tav want Alicia. You know, like Zendaya? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I know my brother Cosmo Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. It failed. <laughs> hey, hit me up, though. Yeah, for sure. Penny Boom Podcast at Gmail. We can um, we can hook you up with can, an interview or something. We can IM and shit. Or you could hook us up with an interview. <laughs> really? No, we can hook you up with an interview. <laughs> but for real. But for real. <laughs> I mean, like, we're just playing unless you're down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless we're playing unless you, you want to. I'm, I could see myself in Canada. Oh, for sure. 100%. Only if it's with you, though. Yeah, and I'll just hang out. <laughs> I don't even care. No, nah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just make it happen. Oh, for sure. Let's all make right. it happen. I'm sorry about all the letters. <laughs> all right what's are we are we entering our top five now yeah <laughs> all right what's five i don't send alicia carlette actually you know what fuck it i do um, <laughs> anyways the modern the modern letter is the dm <laughs> that's what fan mail is now. oh shit <laughs> that that kind of sucks <laughs> oh it sucks big time <laughs> I would never be on social media if I, and I would hate that. I would really want to be on Twitter, but honestly, no, I would still be on Twitter. Oh, I'd have, I, I can't imagine. I'd have a, what's sad is I like, I have a burner account. Strange. I totally have a burner account. Oh, 100%. Like, somebody, like, nobody knows that I'm going to be Joe Blow from Indiana University. Joe Blow shit. from Indiana <laughs> University? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally going to be my at name. I'm just going to make at funny ass. At owl 69 <laughs> oh shit this has been a great episode <laughs> honestly this is amazing yeah anyways number five ginger by Brockhampton. ginger by brock hampton i mean brock hampton did what they do in a new way and that's just all you can count on from a that's what it seems album. like they do every time and every they, time i've known about them solid since 20 uh, 2017 is when they had the saturation spree. Mm-hmm. 
2018, Iridescence dropped. In 2019, we get Ginger. Three years, and these dudes are legends. Like, straight 100%, up. 100%. I'm, I'm going like, to be listening to classic, them for the rest of my life. They're classic. And it's like, to do what they did in terms of having a boy band with this many members and this much of a collaborative effort and putting out this much content and having it be as good of a standard creatively as it has been. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Do you like Ginger more than Iridescence? I've been thinking about that. And I don't know. I don't think I do. And I don't know if it's because I have I already have a nostalgia associated uh-huh. with Iridescence or if I truly believe Iridescence is a better album. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't cuz I definitely have more of a nostalgia with Iridescence for sure. But I have I mean, we went to the concert for Iridescence. That's how That's as nostalgic as it gets for an album. No, that's definitely true. And Ginger just went a different way from like what I felt like Brockhampton is at its core. But yeah, I enjoyed it was definitely it. different. I still I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it for sure. It just wasn't quite what I normally get from Brockhampton. And what was strange is like it felt random, mm-hmm. more random than Iridescence. I did not expect them to be dropping an album for sure. Yeah, what's funny is like I expected them to take like a couple of years. Yeah, and I don't know why because they put out those three. Well, in the everyone same else year. does. Like that's why, and they're yeah. just not. They don't make music. Like they hold themselves to a higher standard when it comes to putting out music because I guess it's more people working on it. Like it's like we're gonna work on this shit full full blow. And they they was it this album that they made at like Abbey Road? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's pretty dope. And you could tell in the influence. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it was definitely top five for me. It was one of the ones I was... It was an amazing... They had Departed. They had No Halo. Sugar. Sugar. Boy, Spend boy, my nights alone waiting for oh, you to call God. me. You're the only one I want vocals on this project, man. I fall asleep. Tell me what I'm waiting for. You're just like, yo, they're making music. Like, it's just like... It's like, apart from making rap, apart from making pop, apart from making R&B. I move mountains on my own. I don't need nobody Damn. And then, like, Matt Champion later on, so he's like, back home, bitch, with the braces on, new flat of the yeah. belly that the neighbors know. Yeah. That shit's fire. Um, I feel like that was a pretty good Matt Champion impression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Long hair, white guy. That's right. It's me. Number four. It's basically my whole identity. B- long hair, white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is long hair, black guy. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um,. Where do, when when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Billie Eilish. I mean, there's not much to say. You if you haven't it's heard this, you've been album. under a rock. It was number four just because of where our taste aligns, particularly. But I understand why it was an album of the year nominee at the Grammys, and it, why it probably has a chance of winning. Oh, for sure, it's a great album for this year at least. Like it really. When we all fall asleep, I, where do we You know go? What, I, what this album makes me think of, though? What? what if I was in high school when this came out? Be I feel weird. like this would, I don't in think a couple I... years, be a very nostalgic album. Oh, for, absolutely. Like, in a very specific way. Like, it would kind of be... This feels weird, like, comparing them, but, like, what Uzi was in 16? Damn. I feel like that's what Billie Eilish is going to be for a lot of kids now. That's That's fair, yeah. No, she's definitely got a crazy vibe to Listening to a very romantic Ed Sheeran song. She's been doing it. Do you change my playlist? Maybe. 
Because <laughs> a lot of different shit's coming up now, and it's not on the same playlist. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, number but yeah, two. Uh, no, I want to keep talking about. Okay. I want to keep talking about Billy Eilish because okay. I love the song. I love a few songs on that album. I mean, like, there's a reason Bad Guy was such a big fucking hit. Oh, that shit yeah. went hard. No, that shit was hard. Zanny, I fuck with Zanny. Zanny. How about a? How about a? My favorite. When the party's over. When the party's over. That shit was. Or uh, wish you were gay. I just kind of wish you were gay. That was an interesting one. I was like going into it. I was like, I wonder if I like this. And I was like, oh yeah. I don't know. It's kind of it's, sure. it's kind of fuego. It's kind of fuego. It's kind of fuego. And I mean, there was a, a wasn't there a song called Eight? I think. I think so. That song is good. If it's called Eight, it's a number, and it's fucking good. <laughs> okay. I think it's Eight. I think so. Uh, Elo, Elo, do you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Honestly, I haven't looked at the checklist in a while for this album. I haven't either. That's why I'm having such trouble remembering the names. I just know that I like a lot of songs on it. She won Artist of the Year and Top Album of the Year for Apple Music. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, oh, You Should See Me in a Crown? Mm-hmm. That shit was hard. Uh-huh. All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Eight. Elo Milo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bury a Friend. There were some good songs on this, dude. Yeah. This is a good album. No, it definitely was. It came out around the same time as Igor, too. Shit, yeah. No, those were the vibes. I'm not going to lie. For sure. Number three, though. We got... Norman. Norman fucking Rockwell. Lana Del Rey. Hey, is Lana Del Rey? She's just been building and building, and now she's starting to peak. She got the album of the year now with this, too. She got the album of the year for Pitchfork. Which is a really hard thing to do because they, they they're weird. They're weird. They're fucking weird. And it's like, honestly, I feel like being a pitchfork writer, you have to be so like viewed as like extremely pretentious in the music community. But oh, it's for like sure. I totally be down to like take on that identity and write for Pitchfork because Pitchfork's like, kind of dope. They they are just kind of I don't know. It's they're like Anthony Fantano. Everybody hates like that. Like, they express their opinion, but when they do, they do it in such an objective manner that everyone's just kind of like... Well, you have you to know, be able I to, like, at least understand where it's yeah, coming from. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like, the, like, people are mad because they take it as them being like, oh, we're the standard. When it's, like, no different from any other publication doing it. But when Pitchfork does it, everyone's like, oh, what the fuck, Pitchfork? Because it's like, I don't... And then, it, like, Anthony Fantano, just like, Pitchfork is sitting there like, I mean, we're just a another company who talks about this shit and, like, says what we think. Like, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, like... The big hip-hop sources are the reason hip-hop trends happen, and they're the reason that, like, yeah. shit gets annoying. Yeah. So, like, when you're annoyed, you should remember, like, what Pitchfork is doing is not getting you annoyed. <laughs> yeah. You could just ignore it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just be like, wow, my opinion doesn't line up with the writer who wrote this story. For sure. Crazy. All right. Number two. Wait, do we even spend any time talking about Lana Del Rey there? Oh, shit. <laughs> no, we just I mean, talked about Pitchfork. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> that it felt conclusive, right? That there. really felt conclusive. Okay. But yeah, Norman Fucking Rockwell was an excellent album. Definitely deserving of Pitchfork's album of the year. Yeah. That's, that's why that started. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, what were some of your favorite songs off of it? Damn, uh, I, th- this, so this is one of the albums that I usually just listen through. Um, so you don't even really know what the titles are? 
I, I really don't. Um, but let me let me look it up. I mean, fuck it, I love I you. I remember. Fuck it, I love Cause you. Cause you moved to California, but it's just a state of mind, and I had. Oh, that she shit's so that. good. Venice, bitch. Oh, Norman fucking Rockwell, the song. Venice fuck bitch. it, I love you. California, how to disappear? How to disappear? That might be my favorite, actually. How to disappear? So yeah. Good. Or hope is a dangerous thing for a woman like me to have, but I have it. Great title. Great title. Impeccable. We've title. talked about this. Oh, of Perfect. course we have. And if you're gonna do a song title like that, you gotta go for it on the song. It's like Jaden's play this on a mountain at sunset. Yeah, right. Like if, if you're gonna go, tell me to do that. Like you know, I'm gonna go do it. that. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we had mountains, that'd be really cool. That'd be oh, fuck. I wish I lived by a mountain. The Mormons took them all over. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, you remember this song? Relationship by Young Thug and Future? Need help. I need to myself. All right. Uh, Number one. Uh, we should conclude the Norman fucking Rockwell. Oh, shit. Norman fucking Rockwell. I don't know why I just keep feeling like we're at a point where we should be moving on. Norman fucking Rockwell is an amazing album. Yeah, it was. It was on the way at her best, I feel like, so far. Now we go on to number two. You were about to go on to number one. You're fucking right. I, I by Bonnie Bear. Mm, 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 mm. That shit is so good. That's just just like Bonnie Vare's I feel like every time he he's already the granddad of fucking experimental music. It's beautiful. But that band is just uh, he'll never Justin Vernon, the leader of Bonnie Vare, yeah. is just a musical genius. No, yeah, he is. Like the way he lays vo- vocals down to just be such they're purely emotional palettes. Like, it's not even really a, a, a linguistic expression of emotion anymore, so much as it is just a sonic expression of that exactly with his words, which is wild. weird. It's insane. Yeah, it's like you don't really you don't really care what he's saying. You care how he's saying it. I mean, uh, Holyfields, Hey Ma, You, Naeem, yeah. Jelmore, Faith. Salem, Shadia, Rabbi. There were so many good songs on this. Yeah. Excuse me. It was just, in my opinion, probably critically the best album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, critically, it's up there. Um, yeah, no, Bonnie Iver, just every time he does something, and I think this is where Kanye was going very right in his career was when he was really focused on this my beautiful dark twisted fantasy where he had Justin Vernon out in Hawaii working on that entire album with him album of the year that's definitely a contention for album of the year album of the decade or yeah album of the year album of the decade it's definitely up there I mean like blonde okay we can't we'll we'll save that conversation yeah no but we we, fuck yeah for sure number one you already know. Igor had to be. Igor. It had to be. It had to be. I mean, you know us. <laughs> Just like some, bull, Igor's bull, theme. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. I uh, think I'm falling in love. Yeah. This time I think it's for real. Just That's like just so good. I listened to this and I did I did exactly what Tyler he said. Lay the fuck down, stare at the ceiling, and listen to this shit. So I did that. He also said you can go for a walk. Yeah, it was a little it was cold. No, it wasn't cold. It was, I went for a walk. 
Oh shit. shit. Yeah, no, it was. I should have done that. Honestly, I would have, but I was I don't know, I just didn't feel like I don't blame you. You listened to it the night it came out. I, I listened did. to it the next day. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was saving it. And it was like I had I was in this really weird space because my roommate had just moved out for like like we were leaving for like the summer and I I wasn't leaving until the next day. Yeah. And I was just like I'm really in here by myself. Like this is weird. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, huh. Whatever. I guess I'll listen to this album. Yeah, Igor though. Favorite song. Uh, you're gonna talk about your favorite songs here in a little bit. Yeah. Your favorite song, probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What are some of your other favorite songs? Yo, I mean, Igor's theme, fire, fire, earthquake, fire, earthquakes, undeniable. Played out the fire. fire. Um, you make my earthquake. You make my earthquake. So good. Um, puppet. I'm your puppet. You control me. Are we still friends? Oh, are we still friends? Can we be friends? <laughs> um, uh, my love's gone. My love's I'm not gonna gone. lie. Just like in terms my of love's a, gone. Of a... <clears throat> What the album was <clears throat> conceptually in terms of its content and, and just like the, the way story, it was executed, the way he was executing the story, I feel like was just honestly an album, of, was, a late entry for so, album of the decade. For or, me. oh no, me too. And I knew it isn't immediately when I heard it, I was like, this is album of the year for me. Like, once straight up, 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. going to be. I like no matter what anyone else puts out because this it was, is it. This is something that I feel like just created a fucking sound. Like, there was like it, it, it's from I've a sound that we all already like love and already kind of know, but he just capitalized the fuck out of it. And now it just is something else entirely. It's Igor, it's Tyler, you know? Like, that's what I feel like the greatest musicians do is they create that type of music that Absolutely. you listen to and you're like, this is like. Something I've never gotten anywhere mm-hmm. else. And it's like, this whole album in terms of, like, how it makes you feel and how it sounds is just so interesting. I, like, Absolutely. It could not be album of the year. It's just so creative. For sure. Igor. <laughs> Igor. That concert was amazing, too. Damn, I'm so sad. I, had, I, I, am, I am sad for, I'm sad for you, too. Yeah. We, I actually kind of want to make this Dreamville thing happen, though. I do, too. We should work on that. We should, uh, how much do you need tickets? I looked it up. It was like 160 something. Or maybe not even that expensive. When do you like, think they'll sell out, though? Probably I mean, pretty I could, soon. I could, probably sw- I could probably swing that around the end of the year. We'll work on it. Or, honestly, I could probably swing it now. I don't know why I'm saying I couldn't. I could. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, should I? Yeah, I get you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll find this later. Uh, but uh, we're thinking about going to Dreamville's festival. In Raleigh, North Carolina. I think that'd be dope. It would. I'm from there, so, you know. We'd have a place to stay. We'd have a place be to cheap. stay. My dad's crib is dope, too. As cheap as it could be. As cheap as it could be. Driving isn't too... And, like, I feel like we'd have... We'd have, no, we'd have a good time driving. Yeah, we'd have a good time driving. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I think that'd be fine. It's a long drive. It'd be a two-day drive, but... I mean, honestly, it wouldn't even have to if it's both of us. Oh, we should we should totally yeah, do this. We should totally, we should totally do this. I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited yeah. talking about it. Literally, you just take a day to get there, like with both of us driving. That's amazing. I, I love everything about it. We're gonna do it. Okay, uh, oh, no. that'd be just such a fun trip. Okay. Yeah, it would, uh, yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> Igor is definitely the album of the year. 
Mm-hmm. Far and away should win rap album of the year. It's up for rap album. Of I don't year. know why it's a rap album of the year. I I don't I don't get that. I think that he it's does like in he the does 20%, rap right. No, like, he does rap on over. There is yeah. rap on over fifty percent of the album. I thought it was. I thought that was Flower Boy. I swear there was like twenty percent. It was like an astronomical. Well, maybe book. Tyler raps on twenty percent of it, but he also has features that rap on it. Oh uh, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, technically. There is rap, but it isn't rap. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's not it's not disrespectful to call this rap. Mm-hmm. It's just flat out not rap. Yeah, it's just, I felt like it... It, re, it it's, did its, its, its own too, thing. It's too reductionist to claim it as rap, because it's like, to claim it as rap is really just more so categorizing Tyler versus categorizing music, which I have a problem with that in a lot of areas. And every but, time I make this argument with all my friends, they're always thinking I'm that pretentious douchebag who works at Pitchfork. No, and it's just... <sighs> it's just better than what you, you gotta, listen to. <laughs> you gotta be subjective about this shit. Like, it's like, you gotta experience the music as it comes to you, not as you believe it will. Exactly. We believed Tyler would drop a rap album. He didn't. And he blew everything out of and the water. And he blew everything out of the water, and you gotta respect that. It's amazing. I love it. Anyways, top album of the year, Igor. Honestly, Fischel. Igor definitely I like more than Revenge. Ego, so. Rev- Ego, Igor, Fischel. In a lot Doing of ways. Fischel. Super bad. Yeah, I, I guess my favorite, if I had to do just favorite albums, including Hip Hop of the Year, I'd probably go somewhere along the lines of Revenge. Or uh, Igor. No, I, honestly, I think I just put the albums, general albums first, and <laughs> my last five be the hip hop. Oh, for sure, I think so too. I'd be cool with that. For sure, I mean, just those those five over there and the other genres were way too good. Yeah, no. And what were. I'm excited about is I'm sure that's happened in years past, mm-hmm. and I just I'm yeah. excited to look forward to that yeah. in the years to come. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I'm going to be looking for all these artists now. Oh, yeah. No, me For too. years to come. And I, and I, I was always looking the, for Bonnie That's Vera one of my favorite things about doing year in reviews. Because it's like, you really get to see who you got introduced to. And like, who you're listening to way more than you were at the beginning of the year. And like, Absolutely. You know, like, you're going to continue to. It's just like, that's how you really develop your own taste and your own library of music. Absolutely. Want to get into best songs? Let's do it. And this isn't necessarily best songs. It's like the, the songs that defined your 2019. Yeah. yeah. So they're not necessarily the best. They're not necessarily the biggest. Some of them are big. Yeah. They're not necessarily the biggest. They're not Old Town Road and they're mm-hmm. not Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. To uh, kind of stay with Igor, my first defining song is definitely A Boy Is A Gun. Boy Is A Gun, man. That shit. That shit was good. Just a vibe. And also, it came out around the time of uh, Game of Thrones season eight, mm-hmm. and there was like a, a scene with the like what, what was it where they she says like a girl is a, a, a something. There's like a line that's kind of like oh that resembles a boy as a gun. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And always, I don't know if they're related. I don't think they are, but they're it not. always just had that like weird connection to me, and it yeah. just kind of made me fuck with it even more. I get you. But like a boy as a gun is just like. Uh, a girl has no name. A girl has no name. Yeah, and then I was just like, a boy is a gun. Yeah, I, I don't know, just that like you. Yeah, language. that connection is is yeah. very is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, like I like that way of speaking. Uh huh. It's fun. Um, a boy is a gun. That's just dope. 
and, and like the, honestly that a lot of these songs that I'm saying define my 2019 are really just referential points for like other big things of, of the year oh for sure and in that way I guess a boy a boy's a gun checks off that and then Game of Thrones uh, my first would I'll, I'll stick with the uh, with the Igor theme here and I'll go with I think okay yeah that one that one kind of came to me later but full full second full for sure. full that shit's so good yeah no and it's just like the the vibe is so classic on it I like, think I'm falling in love it's so good that, man and we we talked about it a little bit with Igor we don't need to talk much more about Igor yeah no um, so my next one, El Toro Combo Meal from Fiat El Toro Play. Combo. I was I was interested in this because this was a pretty recent one. Yeah, no, this was, and the reason why is because I feel like this kind of is once again referential to not only Earl but Mavi too, because I've definitely gotten into Mavi a lot more just in the fall, like since the fall. I I think I started listening more and more to him probably around November, the beginning of November. October. Sure. Yeah. But like I've listened to that dude a lot. Yeah, I, I get you. I really fuck with his music and like this is just kind of like why like this song is why I fuck with what they do because like they both kind of do their own thing on it and it's like For it sure. just complements each other so well. It's, I, I fucking love that. And just that whole like aesthetic of of, of rap that they do on there is like something that's really been building in the past it's two crazy, years. It's crazy, yeah. So it definitely redefines this year for me. My next one was uh, "Summertime in Paris" by Jaden and Willow. So that that shit is a vibe. Like, Such a no vibe, way. and and every time I listen to it from here to eternity, it will remind me of mm-hmm. this this year. Yeah, I mean that summertime is mm-hmm. meant to fall in love. I would fall asleep with staring your eyes. Yeah, that's so nice. That shit's so good, that and like is that use of the bi- the iambic. Com- uh, iambic pentameter is that, is what that an iambic pentameter I think so yeah the that shit is crazy we actually learned about that shit in my poetry class and my uh, professor was even like yo I'm not gonna make y'all do this shit it's hard as fuck <laughs> but, yeah and Jaden regularly uses that do you music. know what iambic pentameter is it mimics the beat of the heart Yo. The syllable you get a syllable at each time, like your heart would be. Oh, that's crazy. Yes, and it's it's just weird. And I'm like, yo, that's just hard as hell. Like that's where it's Shakespeare very hard. Came to, up. It's like, very hard to write like that. Yeah. I've tried, and it is so difficult. It is so. It's I just can't predict syllables like that. Like I don't know what the. Fuck. Yo and Jaden is so good at. It. Yeah. He does it a lot no, in his music, and that's does. that's one of that's probably the main reason. That portion of the song is fucking beautiful. Yeah. And I love it every time I hear it. Yeah, that song is. And then Willow comes in later with that. Willow and Jaden together is just perfect. They are meant to make music together. And they're beautiful people. They are. Just wonderful humans. Just great people. I love them. Yeah. But then. What's the number one? Number one has to be under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. Nobody fucking with sun. I got a couple of sons, a couple of guns, a couple of people that bust at the party. You're fucking the fun. Yo, and then the baby, and then loot, and then uh, Irv Gang. Yo, and that surprise feature from Kendrick Lamar. Like, 
I woke up for some This Every time I got my car over the summer, hey, this was coming on bitch. first. Like Too many ops in here. Tell, tell me who you're with. Hey. It's just too good. Potato over my gun. I'm going to be clacking my funds. I'm like, I'm a bitch, but baby, girl, come on, what's up? I'm be judging my mood, but please tell me where you're from. My cousin at Air Department for fun. Pistol grip, get to squeeze and wish it. Wood like Liam Neeson. Oh, Bruh. And like, you know what he's talking about? Timely as fuck, yes. Yeah, like, with Liam Neeson. What, you, tell the story, you tell the story because you can say the word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, this motherfucker, like, some shit happened to one of his friends where she got raped by some black guy, right? You yeah. Know, right? Terrible, obviously. But he's like, after that, I was just so fucking pissed and mad that, you know, I walked around just wanting to kill the first nigger I saw. I don't think he said, I don't think he said the N-word. I think no, he said black man. No, I swear he did. Because that's what blew my mind. No, it, was, I think it was just the blatancy of him saying that he would oh, he would kill the first black guy he saw. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he did say. <laughs> yeah. And he so said, I everyone was everyone was like, <laughs> because they just like completely went under like everyone no, was just like, what and the, the thing fuck? was he like <laughs> the thing was it wasn't like this was like something like said like in a private scenario. Someone had asked him. It was an interview. Like something was. The he question complete, was completely different. Yeah, he completely offered up this information, really with little provocation. It was just like, yeah, this one time, this happened. And they're like, what, Liam Neeson? So the line in the song is, pistol grips, get to squeezing. Wish a nigga would, like Liam Neeson. And like, you hear that, and you're just like... I was like, so this is, this is the song of the year. Yeah. <laughs> like, loot. And I, I've always fucked with Lou. I and all of my teen and the party thing guy and the And then the baby. Interrogation this is his best verse of the year. It's easily his best verse Bitches of the year. Bitches call me a jack all American. I'm at the top of my class with my letter, man. I remember college bitches knocking on my dorm door. I ain't never let him in. And it's, ah, it's just so the baby. Like, all of it is just so each of these artists, they do what the fuck they do. And honestly, what's crazy is Jake Cole's verse on that flies under the radar. It does. Like, for you to outshine J. Cole on a track is insane, and I think Loot and Baby did it mm-hmm. on that song. No, for sure. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. They uh, they definitely killed that. Damn, I always fuck with Khalid, especially when I'm over here for some reason. Yo, I mean, he kind of matches the vibe of my room. He definitely does. But uh, J. Cole's line where he said, uh, she call me daddy like grandma my baby. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. He said, she call me daddy like grandma my baby. I've been on the craziest wave while I'm on the stage and it is my minimum wage. <laughs> it is my minimum wage. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're going bar for bar on that song, I swear to God. And it, like that's what I loved about Revenge of the Dreamers was like, they, these dudes were competing. Like they were trying to like body these these songs. Like they were really trying to kill it. And Under the Sun, like they really just like, they, there was a reason that was the first song on Revenge of the Dreamers. Absolutely. And they always put really good songs to start out Revenge. Like the last, Dreamers 2 was Folger, uh, Folger's Crystals oh, with J. Cole. Yes. Like that was just solo J. Cole, two minutes spitting. Just spitting on that shit. And it was like some of the most soulful rap you will ever hear. Ever hear. Like, and it was like, it was just straight. I remember the first time I listened to Revenge of the Dreamers 2. I'm like, and it came out like a year ago. And I was like, 
has nobody said shit about this like what like are you kidding me yo i am sorry but while we are talking about this i am planning future episodes (laughs) (laughs) and uh I just, like, we have so much best of the decade stuff we could talk about. Yeah. And talk about it for weeks into 2020. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm very excited. I have a lot of ideas. We're, we're going to do that shit. Okay, yeah, Is because we're, we're talking about J. Cole and, like, some of his shit. And, like, it got me thinking about some of his best feature verses. And I was like, damn, what would be the best feature verses? Kendrick feature verses? Best feature verses of the decade. We're talking about, we're talking nostalgia. Kendrick. Push it to you. Want to see a dead body? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, that's gonna. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot, a lot to do, a lot to think. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited though. We got a whole break. <laughs> we to gotta do start it. compiling this shit too. We really it's gonna do. take a while. Yeah, for sure. We can work on it over the next several days. Yeah, really. No, bro. Let's do it then. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you want to mention our honorable mentions? Are you cool with the? Uh... Uh, yeah, I think we're good. Honestly. I mean, we talked about these albums. Yeah, for sure. That's why. Frank, I would... Honestly, the only one that I think is really worth mentioning is a Frank album or Frank Frank album. Frank, Frank album. <laughs> Frank Ocean. Yeah, DHL. his singles. DHL's and in my room. Honestly, I like in my room more than DHL. I think I like DHL more though. Room, it, it, my like, room, my room, they're both. It's Frank. They're it's both fire. Like they're both. Incredible. But the, I just there's something about the slow down thing that I just feel like ramen noodles. Really, you <laughs> <laughs> said some funny ass shit on there too. Uh, but it's just something about the whole slow down vibe that I just can't. Oh my god! <laughs> what? This is perfect because like just for this what this album is. This is a song from the big days playing right. No, this is May I Have This Dance by Francis oh, and the Lights. Oh, shit. Okay. Still Chance. Chances, when Chance's verse first came on, I didn't really recognize who it was, and I just said out loud, and like nobody responded, which is fine. But I was like, is this a song from The Lion King? Oh. <laughs> he said, you got your, and then, your mother's eyes. <laughs> and then I was like, like, just what we were talking about with Chance, outgrowing Chance, I was like, huh, this might yeah. have been the start of that evolution. I loved this song. I dude. did too. I like this song, but it, it it does sound Lion King esque. It does. That's very accurate. <laughs> I never thought of that. Most of Chance's stuff is very Lion King esque. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's weird. Like, Chance let's go on the run. Simba. That's a song straight out of Lion King. I'm certain of it. Let's go on the run. Yeah. Let's go on the run. We got no place to go. <laughs> That is actually Yo, hilarious. They're all straight out of a Lion King movie. Be like that. Hot damn hot water, <laughs> hot, hot shower. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Disney's Wait, attempt what's the next at a rap song. Uh, it's, what is it? It's a uh, uh, something something smoking green cauliflower. Uh, getting li- getting lean, smoking green cauliflower. <laughs> Bruh, I, I can't believe the baby heard that. Was like, yeah, just hard. Let me put a verse on this. <laughs> no shit, right? Because <laughs> I was like, the baby. Honestly, the up... baby probably just used it to level up. Yeah, I mean, but is he leveling up? Chance is really not his vibe. It's not his vibe, but Chance has a massive he following. Does. He does. He he, and that's what the baby's trying to do is get. Yeah, 
he was just hopping on anything he could. Same with Meg the Stallion. We'd be we'd be remiss without mentioning Meg the Stallion in a conversation about 2019. Damn. Yeah. No, she definitely broke out in 2019. And she sure. she tore shit up for sure. We had No Name retire from music in 2019. Bro, did she officially retire? I don't know. She don't seem. She like never she... clarified, but she don't seem like she was trying to make music. No, not at all. And it's scaring me. It's I scary. love her, but like I get it. But she said she'll make music with um. With uh, Sava and Smino? Yeah. Oh, dope. Um, okay, that's all I get want. Get Sage. I'm get not even going to Sage, that name's... They gotta be in the combo, too. Hagendaz. Hagendaz Dude, Smino, Saba, and No Name. How did I not even think of them when thinking about our next decade? Like, oh, no, they're all in there. Oh, my God, they really... We are so... We're gonna be so fucking loaded. We, I bet we are the best generation <laughs> music yeah. ever. No, we have to be. That's <laughs> it, because I feel like we are just starting to see the peak of these dudes and what's funny is like what's funny is me and you were talking about music like like it's our sports team like (laughs) we're gonna be known as the best musical generation (laughs) there's ever been and like people are out here talking about like sports the way we're talking about music yeah no for sure i mean it's basically the same might as well be blood sport blood sport (laughs) It's a blood sport. Simple. <laughs> Life's a dirty game. You gotta play dirty to win. Tough in these, tough in these mean streets. That's a uh, that's a quote from a wire. <laughs> Life's. A, uh, you know. Uh, Wait. You know okay. Pusha T's, so, you know Pusha T's. My name is my name. Yeah. That's. Of the that's a wire quote. My name is my name. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so I think a guy listen, named Marlo says it. He goes, why? my name is my name. <laughs> and it's tough as fuck. This guy's scary. Why, why are they upset about the detective telling the uh, judge the shit about Avon Barksdale? I can't remember. To be honest, okay. I would have to ask Is it not important? I, didn't, I couldn't tell if it was important or not because I was It like, very well could be. Like, there's probably a lot of that shit that I've forgotten because I, honestly, when I watched The Wire, I was not old enough to yeah. grasp it. Yeah. I mean... For the most part, I could. I was 16. Yeah. But it's just, it's very deep in legal verbiage and shit. Yeah, it is. Uh, my favorite character in that show is probably my favorite character of any TV show ever. It's Omar Little. Oh, shit. Okay. Which so, one is that? He's, uh, have you ever seen a dude who's like whistling coming it's... down the street with a baseball bat and they, they, they do that whistle, he does that whistling song and they, all the kids like run away, they go, Omar coming, Omar coming. I don't think so, yeah. Oh, I, I'm trying to remember what song he whistles. I think that's like ringer. I think he does that, but I can't remember what what tune it is. Okay. But dude, he's dope as fuck. Honestly, my favorite character in any television show ever. I think. Okay. Okay. He's I have a to pimp. meet him. I have to meet him. For sure. But. Well. Those were our. That's that's music. Twenty nineteen. Music 2019. I mean, it's not all. We'll do. I mean, it's it's not the. It's the. We generic. captured the biggins. Yeah, we, the biggins. We captured the biggins. The biggins. It's a general reference point for the past Why year, I believe. Damn, he was depressed when we added this, huh? All I want by Codaline, bro. This shit's a good song. <laughs> Super sad. Super, Super sad. good though. Super. Love galore. By SZA and Travis Scott? 
this album though Drew Barrymore I think is in hindsight my favorite song from this album classic album oh for sure yeah no we're putting that up there Uh, um, we have so much work we should do a lot of the work tonight I'm ready we we could it's 1am but I'm ready we could alright you know what it's probably time to sign off it is this has been the over two hour premiere of season 2 episode 30 episode 30 We've done 30 of them, man. That's a lot of episodes. We talk to each other a lot. We do. Like, I spend more time, probably, statistically, talking to you than oh, anybody else on fact. Earth. That's a fact. That's 100% Like, if you out of the hours that I've spent talking to you on this podcast, yeah. there's no way I've talked to anybody else pretty much there combined. There should be a, a <laughs> conversations wrapped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> man. Damn. It's been a pleasure, though. Been a pleasure. Been it's a gonna time. continue being been a, a pleasure year. for been hopefully a, been a good, for happy year. Dude, it's been a long time. Yeah, man, that's it's oh, seven months now. I mean, coming up on seven months. Grinding. I mean, we took a month off. We did. But you know, it didn't set us back too bad. Oh, and since this is the season two premiere, I'll announce my new podcast coming in twenty twenty. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, called a uh, Kuro's Companion Podcast. <laughs> Companion podcast? Yeah, because a, a companion podcast is something that goes with something else. Okay. So, like, since we're going to start with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And it's going to be in the timeline in which the Marvel movies are set. Okay. So it's going to begin with the first Avenger, Captain America movie. Yeah. Because it's set in 1942. I just watched that yesterday, actually. It's so so good. good. I'm talking to a, a, I'm talking to Brendan Spicer first. Okay. He's going to be my guest for that. Okay. Yeah, so... uh That'll be coming in 2020. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm definitely going to have you on for some oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely want to be on that. But the hope is to eventually get it to, uh, after Marvel, we go to the Star Wars movies. Uh-huh. And after that, maybe like Hunger Games. Yeah. Shit like that. Just keep doing movie sagas, Matrix. Okay. Like, shit like that. Okay. I think that'd be a lot of fun yeah. to keep just keep doing that. Yeah. No, but that I'm starting off very ambitious with the 23 movie. Yeah, I'm like, that shit's long as hell. But, you know, a lot of Marvel fans out there. Hey, a lot of Marvel and fans. And I'm a big one, so I hope they'd like they'd like to hear you it. You should definitely look look into the Dissect podcast, too, because he kind of does it in that same way with albums. Okay, yeah, like yeah. Like, he does, like, the, like, song by song. Like, just breaks it down like that, and, like, it's like, take this one project and dissect it. That's dope. Yeah. Anyways. But this has been the season two premiere. I'm Colton Robertson. Season two. Tavares Pennington. You know, we're just vibing. Just vibing. Peace, love, and bloom. Loving Keanu Reeves still. Bruh. Forever love that man. I need to write him more letters. I've been writing him letters. Okay. He's not responding. Okay. I love Keanu, though. No matter what. No matter how much he ignores he... my fan mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a beautiful man. I mean, thank you, Keanu. Just thank you. Just thank you. No matter what, we love thank you. Thank you, Keanu. Keanu's the reason Instead we have a season two. Thank you, two. next. Thank you, Keanu. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Keanu. <laughs> thank yeah. you, Keanu. Yeah, thank you, Keanu. Love you. Bye. What? <laughs> no! No! <laughs>